The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Live stream is there we go. We are up and running. So we'll get this shared with folks. Here's the link for you guys in the chat. And you you don't have a description set up, do you? No, that I didn't. We'll sort... No, you huh? Yeah. It's, it's I put not... it in there. That's not the it doesn't matter. Yeah, if it didn't show up, I apologize. I gave it a I gave it a good old try, I promise. No, it showed up, it's just not a full description. Oh, fair enough. But hey, Completely. look at that. We have people and popping we... in already. Wait, have we just gone straight into it? Yeah, no intro right Yeah, no, I'm about to I'm about to intro right now. Just letting you know since uh <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh okay. we're literally live and you can hear us on the live thing. Yeah. Don't say anything offensive. <laughs> All Dang right, it, so... Nick. Don't no, yeah, no, hey, Jesus, we've Don't. had this conversation. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Oh no, guys, it did it again. <laughs> I just I just <laughs> I hit the oh, wrong no. button. I'm sorry, everyone. You didn't even capitalize episode 35? Oh, oh good. Right. So I I, uh, I turned all of us off for a quick second. Say <laughs> oh. this time I'm not the only one dying. I'm taking you guys with me. Yeah. We, should, we need to we need to go to intro, don't we? Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do that right now. Welcome everybody to Sunset City. A, a sonic podcast for the classic and modern age and we are just just all kinds of a wreck because i'm hosting the the streaming duties again so that's how we roll here what did you just say uh, right when i when i said intro i meant the two minute countdown thing we can't no we can't i just literally we got done talking about this for 10 minutes we can't do it otherwise wait. things don't work wait no nick you can do it because i put a layer in our scene and i tried and everything went to garbage. We're not doing you it. A, you don't have to click on another thing. It okay, is there. Okay. There are people watching our show right now. I mean, we either are way, not we're leaving. not going to play that now. There no. is comeback. Come <laughs> <laughs> we're already here. Yeah, we're here. We the madness is here. Embrace the chaos. We are Sonic well, fans. Well, maybe after all. now that I've got a new computer setup, maybe I can do some streams from. In the future, yeah, I'll have a new computer here soon. I'll be able to to do things correctly. We embrace yeah, the you might, uh, having a computer doesn't make you <laughs> able. Nick. It's fine. I did my very best, and I'm very proud of me. Everybody praise it's me. Okay. I'm the it's best. Okay, All right. Anyway, I'm Nick, and with me we have Channel Pup. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Yeah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Lol. We have uh, Cirrus, who is joining us from the great beyond with his, his phone. I am I am currently on my phone because I am very far away from my computer. Wayne is also here. For 27 and a half years, I've walked the plains of this terrible, desolate rock we call planet Earth, floating around in space, constantly coasting towards oblivion. And I think to myself, here I am right now with these guys talking about a blue hedgehog. And come from time to time. So if you can't and tell, we just got done playing uh, Sonic Forces. So we also have Chowmix. Yeah, I'm here finally. You guys are really hard to book, or maybe I'm hard to book. I think you're a little I think hard. You're hard to book. Yeah. We've, 
we've wanted you for a long time in our little sex coat, and now that you're finally here, we can get down I'll to business. A complete polyamorous relationship. Wait, uh, hang on, you got ID, right? I think only. I think only. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Maybe. <laughs> so uh, oh. we one of our one of our viewers is not enjoying the scrolling background. So I don't I don't know if we should keep that going if it's making them nauseous. Is it possible to slow it down a little? I think you can slow it down, can't you? You can actually right click the you can right click that source and you can change the speed setting. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, just just slow it down yeah. like crank it into hyperdrive. Let's see. <laughs> Go really really fast. <laughs> Just a It'll big cancel itself out. Don't Let's worry about see. it. I, uh, um, I'm not seeing what the options no, are. While you do that, I'll go through yeah, the obligatories. Yeah. Um, so, the obligatories. Um, first part is, uh, all Super Chats are logged throughout the entire show. will be read at the end. Chow Mix doesn't get a share. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, of course, uh, we've got to... Sorry. We got to promote our merch as well. Flog our merch. We got new items up in the uh, Sunset City gift shop. So uh, yeah, get your capitalism on and head on over. I will be pinning the link in the chat. Yeah. Okay. Right. So today's episode is entirely about Sonic's anniversary milestone years. Um, yes. Also known as the divorces. All of the divorces. Sonic. So, yeah, we're we're going to go through every time Sega counted their lucky stars that their franchise was still alive and uh, talk about each uh, anniversary. But we're mainly just looking at the gaming side of things. Um, so, like, what games came out for what anniversaries and stuff. So, yeah, is everybody ready? Or do we have, like, a dog situation going on? Because I had to I go let my dog I... out because he would not... She would not leave me alone, <laughs> and uh, he's got a big ass tail, so he was just smacking the shit out of everything around him with that <laughs> tail. So he's out. But yeah, we got we, guys. We have got Nilk merch. We've got new uh, Honey Bee merch, Bee Theory stuff, um, and all that going on. And yes, as Zandu kindly puts in the chat, there's also a humble bundle going on with the Sonic games. So if you do want to get some Sonic games at a low price, um, check out the Sonic Humble bundle. That's not like a shilling thing. That's just more just if you guys want a good deal. I genuinely I'm, mean it. I'm just waiting until we can actually start selling like breakfast cereal so we can have uh, honey pup beerios. Bumblecum. <laughs> honey jizz. <laughs> there we go. Rank presidents. <laughs> Show makes Jesus. <laughs> All right. Honey pup beerios, and we've got Nick Milk for the cereal. It's perfect. And according to Nick, we have syrup syrup for your fucking Wayne waffles. Yes. Wayne waffles. I like waffles. I'm fine with this. All right. We'll you guys, guys talk. I got to I got to mute myself for a second. Okay. Sweet. No problem. So, uh, so let's gossip uh, about Nick. How's the weather going? <laughs> yeah, let's gossip. I heard is? Nick is uh, I heard he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> the weather it is like yep. snowing real hard right now by me yo Perfect. what i'll be uh over in a couple hours yeah, thank you so Chicago. much it's like going absolutely nuts right now all right thank you mike in snow just, um yeah i want snow there we go same actually i would love some snow oh, all right well. there we go all right uh for the the dude that's getting a headache from our background i'm sorry i cannot slow it down uh just 
Don't look at the screen. It's a podcast. I'm sorry. We'll get it fixed later. Get yourself a vomit bag. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, are we ready to go into the discussion, or shall we? We have we have got we news. Us? We've got some news. Okay, we got news first. So okay. it, it's been pretty much confirmed at this point. Um, Sega has uh, copyrighted or trademarked, whatever the case is, the name Sonic Frontiers. So it looks like the next Sonic game is going to be more than likely uh, named that instead of Sonic Rangers. Thoughts? Sonic Breath of the Wild, let's go. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. I don't remember the rest of the speech, <laughs> but I hope he goes to space. <laughs> I doubt he will, but like that'd be really cool. You've never seen Sonic in space before. It's true. No, no, you get what I'm saying. Like, it looks like it's gonna be a very much a temple-based game, but like, I want to see him go to space again. I like, mean, he just got it's... done being in space again. Yeah, but it wasn't a good space. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that I space wasn't in the stars. I want the Sonic Adventure Two space back, not the fucking. Other space. <laughs> Other yeah, there's space. a difference. There's a good space. I think we should space. go back to null space. What about mad, mad space? space. Bring, yes! Bring back mad space. Except that's just Sonic Lost World when you think about it. So how do does everybody have... feel about the name Sonic Frontiers? Doesn't roll off the tongue as easy as Rangers, but I've been saying for a while I had a feeling they weren't going to be rolling with that name anyway. No, so, I don't okay, think. Here we are. Yeah. Green Hill. Also, the final frontier. <laughs> Oh, they! Sh I was saying that they should bring Happy Space as opposed to Mad Space for the next game. That's sort of good. Glad Space. Um, space. Glad, glad Space. Sonic Sad Labyrinth. Space. My Space. <laughs> Add Space. Guys. So they just want Sonic Space <laughs> is what they're looking for in the name. Sonic I want to go to space. I just want to go to space, dude. Sonic Apollo. Oh, how good would that be? Sonic Apollo. It's like an in it, it, the whole game takes place in Kennedy Space Center. My God, there Apollo go. thirteen Sonic Edition. You go to was space Apollo thirteen the one that actually went up, or was that the one that came back down again? It came down in a bad way or a good way. I don't think that's anybody a, actually an gives a shit about the name about <laughs> the next Sonic game. Is what I'm getting from this conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, what gameplay or fuck off? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, there's only so much the name can tell us. The yeah, name is even. I feel I like the, the, the vibes that Rangers gave off is kind of it's it's pretty similar to Frontiers, I guess. So the point yeah. is, when I first heard about Sonic Colors, I was looking forward to Sonic tackling a political and sensitive subject of like the race war, but instead we got these fucking wisps. Wait, yeah, I honestly think like the title of the game is only gonna matter to people until there's something actually interesting to talk about. I well, I do think the name is telling. I think that is confirming a lot of these uh, leaks and rumors and things of that nature. Everything we've been hearing about this being open world, this being more akin to Breath of the Wild, I think that is telling in the name Frontiers. That's a very yeah, I got that vibe from Rangers game. as well, though. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's definitely more obvious. Like, okay, if we didn't have the leaks with the uh, the Sonic Rangers name, maybe it would have been a bit harder to tell like what that name meant. So maybe I'm a bit biased because I we kind of know what we know when we're not supposed to. You but know yeah, what I want to see? Frontiers is a bit more obvious. Sonic in like a little safari outfit in like a little golf cart with a little flat cap on and call it Sonic the Park Ranger. I want to put I want to put hats on Sonic <laughs> just in general. 
I just want Sonic to be able to walk up to civilians in the forest and say, don't litter. Like, press the Y button to tell people not to litter. <laughs> Give him, like, a Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just straight up, make if him rural. If we're Sonic and Indiana Jones hat, can we go back to Lost World? Not Lost World the game, but Lost World the level. If we're going to give him the hat, let him go back to the temple. Oh, yeah, that'd be... Who actually wants to awesome. go back to Lost World, though? The Lost World sucked. I do, if they just, you know, went for the actual source material and made it Sonic versus fucking dinosaurs. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, but no snake. No snake. No, he did that, he did that in uh, Black Knight, right? Uh, secret rings. He did, no, dinosaurs was in secret rings. That's right. Dinosaurs make everything, yeah. and in uh, Colors DS, kind of, a little bit. Well, what about Sonic Jurassic? A game entirely dedicated to dinosaurs. Sonic, and Sonic. Park. I just want. So more the dinosaurs. only person who would buy the game is Nick. Yeah. Sonic Extinction. <laughs> Doctor Eggman is behind the meeting. I would going to Earth. Yeah. So, so here's a here's a here's a crazy idea. It's it basically like a spiritual successor to Sonic Colors, where he's just like, hey, so the whole theme park in space thing maybe kind of flopped, but what if we had a theme park based around? dinosaurs now hear me out if you were to find like some fossilized <laughs> amber with like a mosquito in it uh then i think that probably Stop. over the <laughs> we just fossilized charmies <laughs> i know what bit you're doing just stop okay fossilized just... wisps <laughs> i just want to i just want to see sonic fuck lick littlefoot from the land before time of course aged up by the way that applies to both of them uh, anyway oh <laughs> So, yeah, not much to say in terms of uh, Sonic Frontiers. I like the name. The only other thing I can think of that used Frontiers fairly, even not even recently, would be like Digimon. It's just a fun word. I like the word. Pokemon Battle I like Frontiers, Digimon. Right? Oh, that's true. You're yeah, right. That was a while. That, that was kind of a while ago, though. Not that was recent. for, yeah. The... That was like in the 2000s, I think. Yeah. Here's an idea for a Sonic title. Sonic Federations. And he goes to like the Galactic Federation to go to space and shit. Just, I just the, want Sonic to go to space. Okay. The Galactic Federation? Yeah, from, Sonic from what? Sonic from what, pup? <laughs> from, from Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. The the that's not what they called it. What what's the Galactic Federation from, pup? <laughs> Let me Google this real quick, okay? Oh no. Mm -hmm. Little little do we know, pup has actually been in contact with extraterrestrials and uh, uh, how the fuck did that come out of my mouth? Okay, so I Googled Galactic I Google Galactic Federation, and the first thing that comes up, NBC News, former Israeli space security chief, says <laughs> extraterrestrials <laughs> do exist. Oh, oh I remember that. Morty thing, right? And Am I right on that? Sonic Adventure 3 confirmed. Sonic so, is going to fuck some aliens. All right, that's about the only news we really have <laughs> worth talking about this week. I'm sure there's some sales. I, I know the Knuckles skin from Fall Guys is out now. Whatever. It's here or there. What we're also, actually gonna be... I want, <laughs> what? I want Kanye to do the vocal track for Sonic Federations. <sighs> that just imagine... the game now, Sonic imagine... Federations. Imagine Kanye West doing a vocal track for Sonic Federations. That would be just perfect. My God. Anyway, um, we're going to be talking a bit about Sonic anniversaries. We are still in the anniversary year of our Blue Lord, Sonic the Hedgehog. 30th so figure while we're still warden. in this what lord or warden i don't who can tell yeah kind of one and the same uh we're turning yeah. into sources channel um <laughs> <laughs> I, no but 
Yeah, I mean, they've celebrated, I think, since the 10th anniversary. I don't think there was a 5th anniversary. So we thought it might be fun to just kind of look back, see how they celebrated Sonic, what was the state of the franchise, how did the games turn out, and afterwards kind of rank them and see what we think about all of them. Actually, question. If there was a 5th anniversary, what would the game have been? I what think Sonic, Sonic game 96 would be 3 Blast. 1996. Yeah, you're oh, right. I think there was some okay. other game. I, I that sounds about on par for Sega's... Uh, when did for Japan? a good number of Sega's attempts to celebrate the franchise's anniversary. Maybe? When did was, Sonic, was yeah, not Sonic exactly. Jam 97? Yeah, it was 97. Okay, because mm -hmm. I kind of feel like... um, I feel like Sonic Jam would be an anniversary title if there yeah. ever was a classic anniversary title. Oh, Sonic the Fighters for arcade, which was technically Sonic's first 3D game. That's I'd say that's kind of worthy of being kind of like a celebratory anniversary title, maybe. I don't. I mean, '96 be like, I don't know if I if I was Sega go uh, and games? I like Sonic 3D Blast and I looked over and there's Mario 64 out this year. I'd be like, yeah, we're gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we just up. go through? Um... The official anniversaries, the ones that Sega have officially yes. celebrated, and just go yeah. from there. So starting with, I think that's the better way to go through. Yeah, the tenth anniversary game, which was it's Sonic like... Adventure Two. Let's go, baby! My all right, game. cool. So we're we're already starting off strong. This all downhill from here. Awesome. Well, <laughs> this was the peak of Sonic. Like this was as good as it got. The thing about <laughs> the tenth anniversary, I I don't remember a whole lot in terms of like celebrating the tenth anniversary itself. And what's weird about Sonic Adventure Two specifically, like there's a lot of love for it now. It it felt so weird that because it just kind of came out when it when it first dropped. Like they had this big huge build up to Sonic Adventure, but Adventure Two didn't didn't have a whole lot going on for it. Like it had one comic tie instead of this. Like half a year long, like multi tie in thing from Archie. It wasn't a huge they did, um... merch, uh, just merch pull or nothing like that. It was, it was really kind of downplayed. They yeah, did have you... when it came out, like, um, I didn't know it came out. It, it was just out by the time I, I even realized it. While like Sonic Adventure 1, I remember kind of the build up to that game. So they, they did kind of just drop it without any like big build up. Like they, weren't you wouldn't like be able to tell it was an anniversary title well they, to be fair though they did have the special the edition anniversary logo well they did in, in japan but yeah they had else. the birthday pack which you could play on your birthday while wearing your birthday suit and it came with a gold coin ironically enough yeah i ended up buying that um years and years ago it wasn't that expensive so i just picked it up it's very a very cute package but it's um I, I would say the anniversary stuff was downplayed a little bit. I mean, it's the equivalent uh, of like the that birthday pack that came out for Sonic Colors Ultimate only in Japan as com as a pair compared to what we had here. And I think a lot of that might have to do with the fact that Sega's uh, console was uh, was kind of dying. I mean, by two thousand one, yeah, we knew it was, it was uh... yeah, like ce celebrating Sonic can only go so far when the infrastructure you have built him on is just kind of dying. Yeah. Well, wasn't Dreamcast yeah. announced to be dead like while Sonic Adventure 2 was in development? Yes. Like they knew yeah. they knew it was dead and they had to finish this game up. It was going to be like the last Sonic game for it. So I Yeah, and that had to have like just kind of affected uh how they wanted to to just kind of like hype it up or anything. It's I I wonder what kind of feeling of defeat there must have been like just You know what? Sega. I wonder how like 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Hmm? Oh, no, no, no. No, I, I was done. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I wonder how that may have affected the ending of SA2. There was um, a post on Twitter that one of my friends made, like, if you were to pick one Sonic game to be the last of the franchise, which would it be? And one of the options was SA2, then there was, like, Unleashed and two other games. And, like, I really do feel like SA2, if it were the last Sonic game, it would have been, like, just a perfect ending to the series. It, Everything it kind of agree with a really that. good way. Especially, like, if you look at, like, the ending, you've got all of the characters, good and evil, all united and standing together. Right. Yeah, like, that was they're... a huge thing. Like, having Eggman kind of... Like, the biggest thing for me there was having Eggman kind of introspective and just going, I wonder if my grandpa really wanted to kill all of us. It, like, it, it almost seems like he's putting the way he himself operates in perspective. And oh, then yeah. we just go... I still love how, like, Dr. Eggman for a moment was seriously considering or reconsidering, like, who he was and what he does. And then Tails just completely fucking ruins it with that completely tone-deaf <laughs> response. Where, like, Dr. Eggman's like, hmm, I wonder if maybe I was wrong all along and maybe I should change the trajectory of my life. And all Tails can say is, well, I don't know about that, but we all did it together! It's like, oh, would you just fuck off? <laughs> oh, so can we, can we confirm from that that Tails is the reason the metal virus happened then? Tails is literally the reason Dr. Eggman continued to be a threat post-adventure 2. <laughs> He's about to reconsider his entire life. He's about to change and, over for the turn a new leaf. Tails ruined it. And like hey, the, this is the literally event, the main villain of the franchise. The events right afterwards in Heroes are literally like Eggman not doing shit. He's captured by his own thing. There's like two <laughs> moments of like pure Eggman hubris that happen there, and he just it, it, it's all Tails. Tails is the reason that those moments of hubris didn't change him. That oh, was no. also the beginning of Tails' regression into a fucking toddler come Sonic Heroes. <laughs> like, he says that completely tone-deaf line at the end. And that was like, <laughs> Eggman just after that, like, uh, is everything okay, Tails? Like, look at all those Eggman robots! What's weird, though, is I've read elsewhere <laughs> that Adventure 3 had kind of at least started pre-production at this point when uh, everything was kind of going, going to pot for, for the Dreamcast. So I don't know if that's truly the case or not, but it makes you wonder what would happen if the Dreamcast had succeeded and, you know, kicked around for another little while there. Like, mm. would that have been the ending? Because, like, I know it's, like, a nice a nice bit of finality to the end of that, that story, but it is, it is still just Shadow's story that they've started to Obviously, like, what-ifs are always going to be vague, but I can say with some certainty mm. that if the Dreamcast did stick around... We would definitely have flying cars and transport tubes today. Yeah, there we go. Then <laughs> <laughs> we'll be spinballing through them. There would we be organized religion, and it would all be beautiful. No more wars. If nothing else, I do think the game is a, a bittersweet uh, send-off to the Dreamcast. I, I do think they put everything they could in there for uh, the resources they had, because I, I doubt they had the budget they did for the first game. And... Um, I mean, obviously, like, it shows. Like, it's it stood the test of time for a lot of folks, and um, I don't know. It, it's I just see it just kind of as a sad celebration. Like, it's a good one. It's a bittersweet one, but there's a tinge of sadness to it. Um, so it really it's was the, the end of an era. Party you have. It's the party you have after you've been like given a terminal diagnosis, where like you get all your friends together. 
you're gonna have a you're gonna have a good time with them one last time. You're gonna try to make the best of it, but you know that when you go back into the hospital, your dream cats are all dying. Yeah, there's de- Jesus fuck serious, but like there's definitely like an air of like um foreboding to Sonic Adventure Two, which I really like. I mean, um, you, you got to think this was like at a time when celebrating the franchise meant more than just rubbing one out to Green Hill Zone. Like this was when they brought all the characters in. They gave it their all on that soundtrack. They did the biggest Sonic story you could possibly ask for. They just threw everything at this. And, you know, what you end up with is a game that is just chock full of just... It's the quintessential, like, Sonic experience, at least as far as 3D is concerned. So, like, you know, like, um, I think as, like, an anniversary title, Sonic Adventure 2 absolutely holds up but also another great thing about it is it brings nothing but new to the table at the same time it takes all these familiar characters and puts them on a new adventure bigger and more intense than ever i do think in terms of uh what that game's doing like for a 10th anniversary it's doing what it should which is look how far we've come like it it really kind of finds its own identity in in terms of style and uh, everything else for for that era I mean, I, I obviously have my my own opinions about the overall package itself. That's that's different from from I think at least half the room here. Uh, I'm with Wayne in terms of I like Sonic Adventure one better, but it, it's hard to deny like just Sonic Adventure two is just like peak two thousand one. Like it is such its own thing, and it it took a while to get to that point, and you can see that evolution to that style, and it has the final unlockable is is Green Hill Zone. It's not overplayed. It's not pandering to old fans like myself. It is really like a look where look where we've come from and look where we are now. And I, I think that's a, a really eloquent way to celebrate that that legacy is in something like that. And that's perfect for a decade of being around. You didn't need to have something like Sonic Generations that early on in the franchise. So I think it's celebrated just about as much as it should have for for the time being. Yeah, what an I mean, innocent time the for Green Sonic. Hills, uh, be, besides the Green Hill Zone stage, there really isn't much like callback to the original. It's really kind of doing its own thing and kind of putting its leg forward, trying to step into new territory. Mm-hmm. I don't really think the fact that it came out on an anniversary or would if it's considered an anniversary game really has much of an effect on like how it was made or how they no. how the developers went into that game to make it um if that game came on like 2002 i think it would have been basically the same thing um and it's that is in contrast to a lot of these other anniversary games that we'll be getting to um yeah. but yeah this one definitely stands on its own it's it's a pretty unique anniversary game i think compared to some of the others i i agree it's um yeah, they were they're trying to make a sequel. They weren't trying to do anything else. So that's that's why I think like even just developing an entire Green Hill area, something that most players aren't going to see, and they went and right. made the entire thing. I thought that was a a really cool little little callback. So yeah, and even if it wasn't like yeah, if it was released in two thousand two, I feel like that Green Hill Zone still might have existed just to kind of show you know the players you know hey remember where we started? Well, here's where we are now. Mm-hmm. Do I do have to wonder though? Do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys remember if uh, Sonic Advance came out in two thousand one? Am I remembering that right? Um, 
Because when did, uh, when did the GameCube one drop? Let's check. Sonic Advance release. 2001, yeah. Okay, so Sonic sure. Advance would fall into the 10th anniversary as well then, in that case. That's a very interesting title. That's a very surreal... It is... I still remember the very first time. That was... Like, back then, Sonic was still making me buy systems. That's the why. That's why I got a Game Boy Advance, yeah. was for that game. And... um. It was a very surreal experience putting that on and seeing uh, Nintendo and Sega logo in the same game. And... I feel like um, sorry, go on. Advance was my first Sonic game I ever actually owned myself. So uh, it was a... it was the first two D Sonic game for for a few years to that point. Um, I did it actually ended up getting a Neo Geo Pocket Color for uh, Pocket Adventure Two. Ah, yes, the fucking... best Sonic game. It's a it's yep. a fun little system, Magic man. Games. I will I will never talk shit about that, it's, but it's a ten out of ten. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I thought it was interesting. Like it was it was kind of um, it was kind of exciting. Like that's that's where I was a little bit more positive. Uh, Sonic Advance made me a little less because I was I was worried about the the state of just basically any Sega franchise going forward. But Sonic Advance kind of relieved me a bit because they did have that newer Sonic design. And I didn't give a shit one way or the other, like if he was shorter or stumpier or if he had that leaner look to him at that point. I just wanted I just wanted a good game. And I wanted to make sure that they maintained, you know, something of the, the classic design. And they, they did it with that. And I thought it was like a brilliant um a brilliant way to do it because that's that's how they did a lot of game series back in the day, especially if you had like a like an older classic formula. You keep the 2D I mean, shit on the handhelds and you keep the 3D stuff on, on the yeah. consoles. On the subject of like the design change, I guess, I never really viewed it as a design change anyway. I viewed it as just, this is that design, but in a new art style. So it was like, you know. Um, I but, always like, viewed it as Sonic getting older. Like that's, that's that, how I, as a kid, I did that's too. Yeah. I actually didn't even notice a difference between the two until people pointed it out with Sonic 4, but that's a subject for later. Um, like, um, I think in many ways, the 10th anniversary was kind of the blueprint of things to come. Like, you get some modern Sonic, you get some classic Sonic. And in a way, it's also like an echo, an early echo of like the 25th anniversary. Sonic Advance is to Sonic Adventure 2 what sonic mania was to sonic forces and i don't mean that in like a quality aspect god no but like um just you know in the fact that you know you had a 2d game that took things back to basics and celebrated sonic's history and you had a 3d game that was moving things for or supposed to move things forward um but yeah advance i think it's a good game. It's an early instance of kind of being a bit rehashy with levels but to be entirely fair to it it was the first time they'd really done something like that. And I think for Sonic's debut on a Nintendo system, it made sense to have overall familiar level themes for this one. I don't so, know about you guys. Well, I, I to spoil part three of my colors video a little bit here, I do kind of bring that up a little bit because um, I do think it's interesting when you look at Sega in terms of how they were trying to introduce Mario players to Sonic. Because with the uh, colors and Lost World, they, they really aped a lot of Mario design as opposed to when Sega first uh, were, were coming to Nintendo. What did they do instead? They showed us, here's what Sonic currently is in 3D. 
here's his most defined like, and they were really proud of, more of like hey nintendo kids here's what you've been missing exactly by Sega. Like, right they went that's back exciting. Yeah, that's exciting it's a stark difference in mentality isn't it like this is what you've been missing out on versus okay we'll, we'll do what you want don't worry <laughs> and there, there's pros and cons to both of that we'll talk about that another yeah. day I, i'm tired of talking about sonic i was so goddamn much um but but yeah, like that's, and I know part of that is due to like, we don't have a brand new game right now. So we're going to release this game that's, that did really well critically. And in terms of what the Dreamcast, you know, user base was, it did well. So let's bring Adventure 2. We'll, we'll bring some new stuff to it. We'll emphasize a little bit more of the multiplayer to it. And it, it's a, it's a port job, no doubt about it, but it was a strong one. It was ready for GameCube's launch window. I don't know if it came out during the actual launch day, but it was really close to launch. And um, then you could you could use it with Advance as well. And I think they just, you know, went really strong with their, their first outing on Nintendo. Even with the port, they, they also had alongside it, like, here's old school Sonic. We still know how to make it, and it still works great. And there you go, Nintendo kids. Finally, you get the get of the book. Get a bit of the good life. There you go. <laughs> Get a bit of the boogie. Get a <laughs> I'm running on three hours of sleep. Can you tell? You're doing well. Oh, thank you. You're doing your best, and that's all that matters, Nick. We appreciate you here. That's so sweet of you. Only gamer cum can sustain him. No sleep. So, that brings us to the 15th anniversary. <laughs> Welcome to the Rot Sonic Row. Age. Now, I just I I feel like we need to make a quick omission. Are we including Sonic Riders in this? Because I wouldn't. Sonic Riders feels like a leftover. No, that game has the anniversary logo on it. I mean, I didn't fuck it. We gotta include Sonic Riders in it's that. It's still case. considering. Yeah, well, we're considering like how they handled the fifteenth anniversary. We're talking about Advance. We can talk about Riders. I think. Well, in that case, Riders okay. was an anniversary title. Yeah. Okay, Why? then in that case, we'll also... Because it was in production at the time. It came out in 2006, so we're going to slap a logo on it to make it more rockable. I don't know. So it, entirely by circumstance got, and nothing else. Yeah. We've got some more bridges to cross then when it comes to, like, the 19th and and etc. But, like, yeah, okay. Let's start off with Sonic Riders then. I didn't fucking play it. Riders <laughs> <laughs> um, is a game that I need to go back to. I I haven't played it in recent memory, but I remember my feelings when playing it were very, hey, this story's really cool, but it also feels like I'm playing budget Mario Kart. It, I, it felt like it was trying so very, very hard to be Mario Kart without being Mario Kart. Like we're we're trying to do a racer with every we're trying just trying to do it's like I don't know. Give him credit where it's due. I don't know. I I I don't get that vibe from it. I get that vibe from the Sega All Star Racing games. Uh, yeah, Sonic that's what it was. Really a... trying to do its own thing. Like, I can't that's... really recall any kart racer that did anything remotely like Sonic Riders. It was really trying to stand out. But like the kart racer series, the All Star Kart Racer series, that is a lot more akin to Mario. Yeah, kart. let like, me are really let me Mario clarify. Kart. Let me clarify. It, it, they wanted to get into that that mascot racing genre. But they yeah. they wanted to try and be like, we're gonna try our very best not to be comparable to Mario Kart. We're gonna try and do our own thing here. But I feel I'll like uh, this though, right? in terms of like you know Crash Team Racing and like any other mascot car racer, they all followed a very specific formula, right? And they're almost like interchangeable. But like, 
And like the All Star Racer think... games do that, but Sonic Riders is like completely its own thing. I think. Yeah, I that's... think Riders so... is closer to F Zero than anything else. Yeah. yeah. The thing I was going to kind of say is like if they were kind of trying to ape the competitive racer genre, I think doing like the extreme gear stuff was actually a good answer to that because it does still yeah. feel much more quintessentially Sonic than carts do, and that's. That's no slight against the, like, Team Sonic Racing, for example. I think Team Sonic Racing is a fantastic game. But, like, I do think, like, it would have been cool if they had the exact same controls and handling, but had them on extreme gear instead of cars. Yeah, it's just... I would just have them as a, have them as a skin, basically. Well, that's what yeah, I was going to get at there. It's, it's, um... I, I think it overcomplicates itself needlessly a lot of the time. And I do think the, the sequels kind of overcorrect a lot of the time. Uh, we don't need to talk about them right now, but in terms of just that that beginning difficulty spike, like trying to learn those controls, it was it was an aggravating time. But it is one of those games that you know if you put the time into it, uh, it's going to reward you, and it's going to be a very satisfying game to master. It's just that the initial difficulty curve is a uh, is a bit of a beast, yeah. and I think I it's I will admit that it's yeah, a lo- it's it is a lot harder to get into than. Like your average Mario Kart clone. Oh yeah, probably doesn't do well for it. Like especially since there aren't a lot of good tutorials in the game, it really doesn't teach you how to play the game very well. No, but but once you get over that like pump and difficulty and kind of learn how to do it, which is usually like by the end of the game. I feel like when I started to kind of get a grip on Sonic Riders, it was like when I had finished the story mode already. Mm-hmm. So that definitely kind of hurt it a little bit. I think. Yeah, I think I have... that was my main thing with with Riders was that I I always liked the style and I thought it was neat in concept, but because the game does a very poor job of communicating how it's actually supposed to be played and enjoyed, I found it ultimately much more frustrating than and I felt those frustrations outweighed its qualities to a degree and I just ended up dropping it once I finished the story mode cuz I was just like, well, I'm done. Like, uh, I didn't really have that great of a time with this. It was mostly just stumbling until I fell upwards. Yeah. I, um, I felt a lot of that for a lot of Sonic games at the time. Uh, cause Sonic Adventure 2 is way more challenging than Adventure 1. Um, Heroes takes a lot of, I mean, it's more streamlined, simplified in, in a lot of ways, but man, it, it, it wore on my patience a whole lot. Shadow, like, I was just, Every game up to that point, I was less and less patient with with Sonic, and I I was not willing to do more than just rent riders for a little bit because I just I was not feeling Sonic, and I I think it's pretty telling that probably the most the highest quality game that came out of this anniversary is Riders because golly what a difference five years has made between the tenth and fifteenth anniversary because we also had at that time Sonic Genesis and Sonic 06. Actually, question, what year did Sonic 06 come out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna unbirth you. So, Sonic Genesis and um, 06 did come out on the same day, so which one will we cover first? Genesis or... Let's let's get get Genesis out of the way. Genesis first. It's... I, I don't think it, for anybody who doesn't know, and I hope I hope everybody here knows, especially in the chat, knows the issues with Genesis. Let's take an old Genesis game. Let's crunch the frame rate down to abysmal levels you would expect on a fucking calculator. Let's zoom the screen in 
because we want the game to be widescreen when it wasn't originally that way. So we're going to zoom it in so it fills the screen so you can't see anything coming at you. And, oh, by the way, the music sucks too because the GBA doesn't ha actually have a sound chip. Here you go. Literally everything you like about Sonic, we are going to take a giant massive dump on, and there was no reason for us to do it. But we did it anyway. Congratulations. I'm I'm sorry. I'm bitter. So um, I guess my analogy for Sonic Genesis would be imagine Sonic 1 is a cheeseburger, and someone with severe dysentery eats the cheeseburger Sonic Genesis is the shit that he shits out. <laughs> it was once the cheeseburger, but it is now the shit. Um, I'm I'm okay with this analogy. This analogy is comforting. But how forward-thinking um, is Sega, though? You know, like having a really shit port that should be a nice, easy win for them. And look at 2021. That's all video games have wait, been this year. Wait, just fucking wait, okay? <laughs> we'll get there. But... Uh... <laughs> Look, Sega <laughs> likes to map out their future, okay? Like, Sonic Genesis GBA <laughs> was the blueprint. Um, but, like... <laughs> They've been following the blueprint all along. Between Sonic 06 and Sonic Genesis GBA, I find Sonic Genesis to be the much bigger offender. Because there is just no fucking value to this thing whatsoever. There's no good reason to ever play Sonic Genesis. No. Like... Sonic Team or Dimps? It was Dimps, was... I think. I don't. Um, I don't think no, so. Actually, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Dimps, was it? Who developed Sonic Genesis? Yeah. It's the art, though. It's the art of taking an. It was M2 and Backbone Entertainment, I believe. Oh, why would How they did not M2 fuck up that bad? Holy shit! So, for me, it was kind of the art of taking something that is good and turning it into something that is shit and i i don't think there's ever been a more stark uh version of this situation than sonic genesis on the game boy advance it's thoroughly fucking insulting to the legacy of not only the game it's based on but the fact that this game was the first one this game like Zack snyder was the blueprint and they fucking disrespected it in this way that's why it's a far more egregious product for me than Sonic 06, but yeah, okay. 06 at least has the excuse that you know they had a they had an engine that was working all right, and they had to do the rollback shit. Like it, that happened, and we'll get to that when we talked about 06. Well, yeah, but Genesis, it's, it's, there's failing at trying forward. something new. There's failing at trying something new, and then there's failing at your best magic trick. Yep, <laughs> yep, that's a very good good analogy. Yeah, I, I think it's it's just telling of of sega at the time like it, there was a disaster zone just happening through behind the scenes there this is a year that yuji naka just flat out just abandoned sega completely and it's, i think it's, it's so very weird, telling like it like, you, you hear time and again like how hard it was to emulate the old school physics of the games without him around and i i think it's extremely telling um Man, apparently it's hard to it's hard to emulate the old school physics with with him around. I mean, uh, what's he been working on lately? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he's not. Uh -huh. he, I mean, what are you he's not been making a Sonic game though. What are you talking about? No, but like, if we're just talking like physics engines in general, holy shit! Oh, don't, don't get me started on Balan. That's that is pretty. It just stinks like a three D Yuji Naka game though. 
Yeah, guy, it's weird how they were able to pull off Sonic Advance one, which is like a faster and more stylistic game, where they got like all these sprites on screen. Sonic is definitely a lot faster in Advance one than uh, Sonic one, I think. Mm -hmm. And they were able to pull oh, yeah. that off back in two thousand one, and then you look at two thousand six, five years later, and they couldn't pull out. They couldn't pull off a port of Sonic. One on the it's also made worse yeah. by the fact that like fans, I believe, wasn't it just stealth. one fan? No, it was stealth. It was stealth to... himself that that fixed it. Stealth, yeah, yeah, literally ported Sonic One to the Game Boy. Yeah, it's even worse when you consider the fact that like one of the old issues with old school Sonic is screen crunch. There being like the there not being enough yeah. room in front of you for you to predict things. That's the one thing the Game Boy Advance should have been able to solve for Sonic One. And they were just like, nah, fucking zoom it in. Let's make that problem infinitely worse. I think the, the issue is that eh? Sonic Sprite, and I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Sonic Sprite in Sonic 1 is a lot bigger than his Sprite in Advance 1. Because his Advance 1 Sprite is a lot more, like, squished in. Like, it's not compressed, but, like, they, they designed it on a lot smaller of a scale. So that, like, if Sonic is, if Sonic is smaller... That means that like everything around him can be like zoomed out more, so you can see more in front of you. But even then, like yeah, I'd say my biggest issues with the advanced games is that they're way too zoomed in. But like Sonic One Genesis on the GBA, that is like a whole other level. <laughs> that is like you can barely see like it, it's Sonic under a microscope. It is awful. also just everything about it is so wrong from the physics to the music to yeah. God fuck me labyrinth zone how slow he moves underwater the frame rate is frame rate. so budged everything about the game and you can just clip through things yeah it's just it's a game with no redeeming qualities not even shit posting qualities no and like, to, to be completely fair to it it's it's far from the first shitty 16-bit port on the gba but we still doesn't mean you can't expect better especially for a full retail a price Duke sonic Nukem one game we got a better this is, Duke Nukem I don't, game on the GB. I don't know about I don't know. About and that, that's service. another thing though, is like <laughs> Oh we did, though, you're fair, right. Yeah, no, the Duke Nukem Duke Nukem 3D was good. Speaking officially, taking Chaos X out of the equation, there's only one Sonic 06. So you've got a reason to play that game. Sonic Genesis, you've got a million yeah. way better Sonic Mega Drive games. There, Fuck it. Oh yeah. Um, there's and chat is saying this too. Did Sonic Rivals arrive this year? I think oh, it may have. Bloody hell, people played that? I I did. I don't have a lot to say on that game. Yeah, I it's it's it feels like, like a it. it feels like an extra mode for other Sonic oh, games. Oh god, it did. It came out 16th of November 2006. It's, 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 there is a uh, it sure is a really neat game uh, like in terms of concept and its foundation that is uh prolonged in all of the worst possible ways. I that's a very yeah that's a very good description of it but yeah it, it does really feel like to me like an extra mode for a better game um I really like the aesthetic I thought it played fine all things considered but I, I wanted like a, a proper 2.5d you know adventure to go through instead of this weird racing thing it's fine it, it's totally fine it's it's a passable game but when that and writers are, are peeking out as like the best that this anniversary had to offer, like something went severely <laughs> wrong. Well, you know, there is actually a 2.5D Sonic game that combines a story-driven adventure with those character races. It's called 
Sonic Boom Fire and Ice and Sonic Boom Shadow Crystal. Damn good underrated games. Just got to sneak that in there. Sorry, it has to be said. I, I put it about the same level as, as Rivals. Very mid. It's literally got the thing yeah. you wanted Rivals to have. It's very mid, man. I'm sorry. It's just not that good of a game. It's a damn good game. You're just tripping. Uh, um, uh, so shall we move on to Sonic yeah. 06? <laughs> um, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Anybody else want to start? <laughs> I'm so tired, dude. Like, I'm just so tired of this game. I'm so excited. This enforces, man. I'm just, look, I'm drained just thinking about it. Look, let's just say very quickly... The problems with 06 easily get solved with time, as Project 06 has shown. It is not the worst thing in the world, and if you get past the loading screens, there's even some really fun fucking level design. Crisis City is actually a really fun level. That is a point. Of the, the level core. design is yeah. good. Not going dis really. to disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the four loading screens it has, the Sonic levels feel fun to play there's just and the jank physics to be fair like sonic does not move correctly in that game yeah the, the physics the physics in that game don't feel the worst to me compared to some of the other stuff we've gotten sonic feels worse in the mock speed sections than he does in like just regular like moment-to-moment -moment gameplay i'm fine with my... kind of. my thing with uh sonic 06 like is that sonic does feel like he's stuck in mud at pretty much all times like this is a sticky sonic and that's how i like him but not in this <laughs> um and um and like the homing attack the way he just drops down like a stone afterwards it doesn't have that flowy momentum feel it instead feel it, it feels like the difference between running a really nice engine and one that's about to die like that's sonic 06 feels like sonic adventure 1 if it's about to die and um and that well it's got another it's got another issue that adventure 1 didn't have and it's got an issue of landmarking when you're in the Jesus, overworld yeah. in 06, when you're in the overworld in 06 everything looks kind of like soliana no matter where you are in soliana you look like you're in the same place in soliana i actually uh, had no issues with getting lost but i would go so far as to agree in that soliana needed to be a bit more varied I would get yeah, lost in the, the main city, the new city. I got lost I all the time. Me, so. How do you get there's, lost? They're not that big. <laughs> it, it's not a big thing. It's that everything's plain and there's no landmarks. There's nothing to like, for the most part, there's nothing that's really telling you, hey, where are we? Like, like look, at Adventure, look at Adventure 1. Yes, the maps are smaller, but when you're going around, say, the Mystic Ruins, you've got pretty good landmarks for everywhere except the one place the game wants you to get lost in which is the jungle everything else in that game you can remember where it is how to get to it and and everything with soliana i felt like the only way i could get places without getting lost was by hopping on the rooftops so that i could just like <laughs> track everything from a bird's eye view that game, yeah. another sonic is also just too slow as well like, i've seen yeah. mods where people are playing Sonic Forces levels, but with the 06 Sonic running at 06 speed, and Forces levels suddenly last like five minutes. Now that's a sign that Sonic's too goddamn slow, if a Forces level can take you more than one minute. Um, I think Sonic is too fast. I think that's... We, we need to look at it the other way around. Maybe Sonic is too fast in the boost games. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm 
perfectly okay with that. I think I think Sonic and like Heroes and Adventure Two has reasonable speeds for me, but in Force, I actually at first I was I was about to insult you, Chowmix, but like because <laughs> I thought you were saying Sonic was too fast in Sonic O Six. I was like, are you just being oh, no. contrarian or something? <laughs> yes, I was about to beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> You were about to do a violence on the internet. <laughs> he was about to reach through that microphone. I was about to pop that monitor and get myself a Chow Mix one up. Whatever Pub I'll... says, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty standard over here. <laughs> that's we we all we're all just contrarians to Pub because we know this will get explosive and it's funny. Uh-huh. For all of its flaws, though, Sonic 06 is ultimately a game that I have a lot more respect for than a lot of other Sonic games that play it a lot safer, which might have resulted in better overall quality. But, like, Sonic 06, a, a good ambition doesn't make a good game. No. Nope. It needs... No, it doesn't, like, it's it's not a good game, but it's a, it is a, it is a respectable effort, and it's something that, like, fans have shown. You can literally go in with that exact game with enough polish and come out with something that is fantastic to play there are major like telegraphing issues throughout the whole thing the controls are whack like it doesn't play correctly but i will say this if you know how to work with 06 on 06's terms you can have fun with it a lot more fun than you'd have with sonic stinky genesis stinky gba and sonic 3 and knuckles that's for sure whoa 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 (laughs) we knew we knew it was coming wayne come on you knew it was gonna happen God. Well, that's my thing is like with with Sonic 06 and my feeling about this with a lot of games that are um, when looking at a lot of bad games, something I try to wonder to myself is if the problems are all technical, could this be salvaged if it had been given a bit more time in the oven, if it had been uh, you know sharpened up a bit? I think on some levels, at least in terms of gameplay, Sonic 06 definitely could be. And, um, you know, you have the the baseline for a really good game there, and it really is unfortunate that the development took the turn that it did when that game was being made, because it probably would have ended up as a much better product. That being said, the game does also have a much larger emphasis on storytelling, possibly one of the largest in the entire franchise, and it's probably one of the worst at it in the entire franchise. The time travel shit does not work. The time travel shit is stupid. It doesn't make any fucking sense. The whole shit with Elise. Elise is a a horrible goddamn character. She gets kidnapped just so she can get rescued and kidnapped within the same breath. And then she's supposed to bond with Sonic somehow along the way. And her entire like arc of her unleashing Iblis or whatever the stupid fucking Final Fantasy boss fight at the end of that game is, is all because she's supposed to feel so emotionally attached to this character she's never around because she's constantly being held by Eggman is... No! No, sir, you're wrong! The story is bad! I, Hold on. Okay, Wayne. Wayne, Hold on. Wayne you, is, it, is it time to fight? Give me a minute. G- give me just one minute, okay? I'm gonna say the one thing I would really change about Sonic 06's story... What? 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 The one thing I would change about yeah is uh, is Elise. I'd come up with I a different with catalyst. I I, I, I do I, still I really like enjoy. I love 06's story. Besides, yeah, same. Elise, like, obviously, same. I think Sonic 06's story really good ideas in there. Like the whole, I love the whole time travel mechanic that they had going yeah, on. Yeah, like the whole story is very much. I love high. Dragon Ball. My favorite no, arc 
is the perfect cell arc or the android arc that is like all about time travel like they literally just like ripped off dragon ball and like if they're gonna rip off of something i'm glad it was dragon ball because dude i i love that i don't care if it doesn't make sense it it's cool it's cool yeah, like to be fair yeah. like i'm gonna say this I love Sonic Adventure 2 and I love its story, but it doesn't make a whole lick of sense. It makes more sense than 06's story, I'll give it that. But I'm perfectly fine if a story just wants to roll with the rule of cool. Because I think that Sonic 06 absolutely succeeded with the rule of cool in various different areas. And like, to be honest, the story, okay, right, it's a bit... It's a bit more serious than Sonic stories typically are. Melodramatic, but it, but it's fun. But it is so. The characters are nothing. They're nothing it's so, characters. It's so quintessentially Wait, Sonic. Uh, it's, no, no actually, he's a bland, nothing one... character. They're all terrible characters. I'm talking about the bigger picture. When does Sonic ever get like any character development in any game? Like, the movie and Unleashed, and that's literally it. Besides, yeah, besides the movie. Uh, like Sonic is like a static character. He's supposed to be. He's already. I would say what he does. Uh, that doesn't mean he does. he's boring. That doesn't mean Unleashed he's a boring character. No, and... oh, no, no. I'm not Unleashed saying. Unleashed and Black Knight. I, 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 like, I think I like Sonic's character dynamic. It's the same with Goku. He is basically I... a static character. Like he gets gonna... physically stronger, but like him as a person doesn't change. It's more of how yeah. he changes the people around him. I, I understand I that. I get Sonic that. In, I'm saying he's Sonic... shitty and boring in 06, as well as most Sonic of the other characters 06. outside of Shadow I, and Team Dark. Yeah, the characterization yeah. in 06 is weaker than it was before or, and would go on to be after. Or, but or Sonic, specifically. That doesn't ruin the entire story for me. I think the story's got enough there for me to go, hey, this is really you, cool. You guys like, can like... love it as much as you want. I get that. I understand. But I'm also, I just... I want to be the other the the contrarian with Wayne here because I'm oh, sorry. I think most of I'm, most of us outside of the Sonic fandom. I'm curious, like what? Uh, this is an argument. Why was he, why it's was a discussion. Why do you think he was boring in 06? What do you mean? Why why do I have to explain boring? How do I explain boring to you? Well, like what does he not do that like he does in another game? I think he. Okay. I, I think he's definitely a weaker character compared to, like, the adventure games, but I don't think he's, like, boring. I think, like, yeah, the whole plot with Elise kind of sucks. And that's, maybe um, that's a part of it, though. Like, he's, he say, spends I all know, this well, time... The, the entire, like, the big bang at the end of the game all relies on the relationship between Sonic and Elise, a, re a relationship that is not properly discovered or experienced by the Do player you want if you want discovered well <laughs> no uh, first of all i think that well, like ugh. but um retractable cock. my my thing is is that they had the ambition to tell a much bigger and much more like elaborate story i'm fine with the idea of time travel you want to do time travel in the sonic universe cool but set up your rules and then stay consistent within your own plot line sonic 06 does not do that and i think that the continuity errors that run throughout it are just kind of baffling actually um, question what what is it that makes the time travel inconsistent because when I played it, I thought the time travel stuff was fairly tight, actually. Like it, it's also, shit. No, so the thing with the thing with 06's time travel is that there's a lot of events that require literally an infinite regress. They require things to have happened. There's an assumption made with Mephilus that uh he is based off of Shadow Shadow, and that's ironic, but there needed to be a starting point with that whole like series of events and because time travel in sonic 06 is linear 
It's not like in Dragon Ball Z where it creates uh, multiverses. Right. Because it's linear, that can't happen really. Every single thing they do in the past is constantly going to be affecting the future. The fact that they can go to static events doesn't work within the way that time travel is explained in 06. Yeah, it's, actually when it's, you... it's, hey, wait, 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 wait. What do you say to this? It's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it not. I'm not looking into it that deep. Like, I understand that uh, yeah. it doesn't make sense. But I'm like the little Wayne on the TV kinda, here, I'm with him. It's like kind of cool, though, right? Like, <laughs> no. No, it's, it's really not cool. It, yeah, it's all all credits of an AI. Just wait a second. Oh my god, boys! Oh my god! Put on the table. I got something to put on the table here. Okay, so here's an here's an interesting one. Okay, um, what would you say? Which story would you say handles a time travel story better, Sonic Generations or Sonic O Six? Let's go around the table. Everyone, shut the fuck up. We're gonna go to Nick first and go around the table. Generations. Nick. Serious. 06. Chamix? In terms of not being messy, like a clean time travel story, I think Generations. The non-monitor Chowmix? Wayne. It's uh, fuck up. <laughs> Generations, <laughs> because it, it takes the time travel and it does something with it that it doesn't just get convoluted and silly. So I'm going to put something on the table here. I would rather a story do everything wrong than nothing right if you get what i'm saying very very poetic we're really proud of you sonic, <laughs> sonic generations does nothing but it does it right sonic 06 does everything and fucks it up entirely i would much <laughs> rather though they reach for the sky not yep. stars fuck your dad and go, go with the whole here's hog, like 06 style here's the difference no, no, disagreeing here's... with you why am i agreeing with you no here's the difference <laughs> yeah. all right you want to have that comparison? Fine, let's have that comparison. Generations, the entire point of that game is to celebrate the legacy of Sonic. It's to get you through old levels and have an excuse to go through old levels again. The plot's not the main point here. Sonic 06 put a heavy emphasis on the story. And when you tell me... The utilization. Well, no, that's what I'm getting at. When you're telling me to take this story seriously, then I'm going to take you seriously. And I need better than, it's cool. It's a convoluted mess of a story. The characters are undercooked, and you need to do better for me if you're going to try and tell a better story. I'm not going to disagree about Shadow. Shadow was great in terms of a story and continuing his arc, but like he was the only good through line for any of those games back in those days. Sonic, to me, was a shitty character because he spends weird. most of his time with Elise, and it's just awkward and uncomfortable, and... I know this I isn't the main continuity, problem than a Sonic problem, but it's though. still no, it's still a Sonic problem because that's who it, you're spending it, all it, your time focusing. I'll say this: in, I think in Sonic as Sonic as a character could have been improved massively if they brought back his disjointed jaw from Sonic Adventure One. But here's what because, I wonder: like, here's what I wonder <laughs> though. Because... The key difference is Sonic is all like, "Oh, we gotta find Elise. Long time no see." In O6, here's whereas Adventure is like, "Whoa, this is happening." <laughs> Hold like, on, I want to of... hear what Nick. I want to hear what yeah, Nick is so saying. Yeah, so here's my my question for you guys, though, because like this like seems to be like the only thing people like down pat like deeply defend about 06. And uh, again, I'm with Wayne. I I think the the narrative is shit. But is it possible, considering the mess of everything else in that game, that the localization is just not where it needs to be? It might be better in the original Japanese language. And Probably. is it possible that the story itself is just undercooked and they 
kind of mishmash what they could to get this yes. thing out the door. I think there yeah, are think still going to be contradictions I, in there regardless. With the contradictions yeah, aside, I, I I'm heard... more forgiving if, like, say, the okay. characterizations of everyone else is up to snuff. Because, like, we can we can pick apart literally any time travel story, yeah, and it's I not going to make sense. Script, I heard that the script was basically, like, unrevised. It was just, like, the draft. They didn't even have time to, like, go through and revise plot points and kind of clean things up, yeah. add more depth to things. They uh that like that whole game it was entirely rushed, including the story. I so would believe I that. that uh, also, yeah, the story I is think definitely underbaked, but I, just, in, um... I still think there's a lot of cool things in there. And like when I when I play through 06, like I do keep that in mind and try to wonder, like, man, I wonder what they were trying to go for in this scene because like it's definitely lacking. But it... like you can tell that there was something there. That but that's that's the thing though. That's... Like we're talking like. I think it's interesting introspective or like retrospectively to, to kind of pick right. this game up game apart because we do have the future to look back on and there is a lot worth missing there. I I went into 06 wanting to love that game. Like it, it brought back explorable hubs. I do you guys don't understand how much I your love boy loves exploring in 3D games more than literally anything else. I would I would shoot Sonic in the back of the head if Nick could just explore fun environments at his leisure. I love that more than anything else. So I was You have an abusive relationship with this hedgehog. We all do. We all do. Yeah. Welcome yeah, to Sonic Fans. You straight up fucking smack him. I will No, that's... no, pup. This is self-defense. You need to understand. <laughs> Listen, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to hold it but, against Sonic because his dad won't let him out to play on but, his 30th anniversary, okay? But, I mean, just in terms of, like, how we're taking a look at all this today, I uh, I think it's interesting because regardless of how long it's been, and despite what fans want to say, like, oh, we're tired of, you know, reviewers talking about 06, well, I mean, we can't stop talking about 06. We can't stop having these debates. And I think it's fascinating, but mostly on that level. In terms of the 15th fair. anniversary, people are mad that others are talking of 06. It's more yeah. that, like, people are using it as like a reference line about hearing ultimate. the same like argument against it beat for beat because they like heard it in a some like funny video game reviewer YouTube channel. That's yeah, like, that's the, the thing is like, video. when there was that guy that was doing like a Sonic Colors Ultimate review, this was like one of the pro journalist guys. And he was like, oh, yes, uh, Sonic 06 was very bad. I wonder if Sonic Colors Ultimate will be good. Like, it's, it goes without saying. The game came out a fucking hundred years ago. Like, we're well past that point. You want to compare Sonic Colors Ultimate to something? I don't think we are. To... I don't think we are. And yeah, I... Compa Compare it to colors. Don't compare it to 06. It's stupid. And, no, it's and, not. And... It's not. They don't learn those how lessons. Is, That's a, another... So, I'm spoiling... a Sonic game to a Sonic game. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, okay. So, 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 so here's... you might as well bring up the entire back catalog. It, it's like saying... Okay, okay. So, so hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mario games when they're discussing Mario. Exactly. So, oh, man, I really hope they don't... Because they haven't learned their lesson. They've never learned yeah. a lesson. It's, it's been the wrong lesson. There's no, because there there's no adventure where, like, era. There's no meta era. There's none of it. It's the soft that's, reboot era. That's, like, that's all it's been. That's, that's no, problem. no, that is literally every single 3D Sonic game is a soft reboot of itself because they can't fucking figure out what they want to do with this guy in 3D. 
They've and never learned their lesson before, though. Like, and, and that's my biggest. Unleashed. Those are all solid games where, like, they definitely. No, no, they don't. It's a God yeah. of War well, clone, or it's a Mario are, clone. They're definitely solid games. Like, the problem with 06 Unleashed? was that they. I mean, here's the thing. I think forces throws a spanner into the works, but the problem with Sonic 06 ultimately, yes. more than anything else, was that it was rushed out of the gate. It was far too ambitious of a project for the time that they gave it, and the end result was a shoddy product. But when you look at games past that, Sonic Unleashed isn't a shoddy product. Whether you agree with its premise or not, whether you vibe it's not, yeah, with I, the I, choices I made. I, I will not say it's a shoddy product. I, I, I'm I a massive defender for a lot of the boost games in general. That's the point but... that like, Chow Mix and I are making. Is sure. They did learn that lesson, but they've got more lessons to learn well, now. Let, That's let, what let... I mean when I say I it's have a point past. too, if anybody wants to hear it. Go for it. <laughs> been trying for the last 15 goddamn minutes jesus <laughs> I, there was a th i even said i wanted to say a thing earlier too and i've been failing you, too but you, you you're first take the floor so Wayne. my biggest thing uh because this is kind of going back to like so time travel and the the plots of everything and yes a lot of it is cool my main issues with sonic 06 are because there are things in it that i like and the only reason i get so so uh I guess, uh, vocal about a lot of those things <laughs> is because I'm a firm believer in a lot of what you guys are saying is that Sonic 06 has a lot of redeeming qualities, even in the story, which is my, by far my least favorite part of that whole, that whole package. And I've said it before, the best thing we can do with games that fail or with games that have like a lot of criticism thrown towards them is to look at them for the things that work. Now, a lot of the time, that's going to bring up uh, bigger frustrations. I dislike the time travel rules because I do like them in concept, and I just feel like they aren't taken um, into a direction where they're actually able to thrive. And it's because they have the foundation there, and it just isn't built upon. Now, a lot of that isn't their fault. Again, we've talked again about like the trouble development and a lot of the scripting and everything. They never actually get the finish. But at the end of the day, it's also not wrong for anybody to take a look at a finished product that they charge 60 goddamn dollars for and judge it based on its own merits. Sometimes the merits that are outside um, is just the just the merits within the product itself removed from the development history. And I, I, I think that we're, we're all just kind of like taking sides on this of like uh, this group of people are wrong because uh, they keep regurgitating a lot of the same things or these people are 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 wrong because uh, they keep uh, trying to defend this game. When at the end of the day, it's like we all have we all have uh, points where we're coming from for our criticisms of 06 and it's all coming from uh, from the love of one hedgehog. And we just got to remember that. Beautifully said, Nick. What did you want to say? No, like that's. I was kind of going to get to the point of like what he was talking with 06, which I was. Sirius uh, wanted to say something. Sirius did want to say something. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I got nine. I just sit here. Sirius, <laughs> 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 you sound like shit. No one wants to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I am using a phone microphone. It's god awful. I understand that. Um, uh, go on. But... Go on. So this does piggyback a little back off of what Wayne said, because it, it's a thing that I wanted to say independently of that. But now that Wayne has made that point, this actually works better piggybacking off of it. So thank you, Wayne. The thing with 06 for me is, yes, that there are individual things I like in it, but the things that I like in it are things that I desperately want to see expounded on first or expounded on again. 
so I've I've said it in a couple of episodes before. I think my favorite character in the Sonic franchise is Omega, and some of that kind of some of that piggybacks off of Gamma's storyline in Adventure One. Like I I see him as like Gamma Two almost. Um, but there's a thing that happens in a it's a very specific scene, and it's heart wrenching to think about because had it been anybody but uh, Omega, this would be a thing that was very hard for them to come to terms with. And it's the scene where Omega is fighting Mephilus, and Mephilus is is convincing Omega that, no, you're the reason your best friend is going to be crucified in the future. It, this is going to be your fault. And Omega doesn't believe him and starts fighting him and realizes that Eggman created him specifically to take down Shadow. And it clicks for him that, oh, if I can handle Mephilus easily and he's using Shadow's body then I, I am the one that fucks him up in the future. I'm the only one that can. It makes sense. And he has to go to Shadow afterwards and go, no, the one who seals you in the future is me. And it's one of those things that, like, if it was anybody but Omega, anybody who would actually have to process those emotions a little more, that would be gut-wrenching for them to admit to their friend. But they do it through Omega. It's and like... I really like that. And it's little things like that that 06 does a lot of its characters are, are are flanderized a bit, especially the version of Knuckles we get in that game. I think that's the first instance of like actual stupid Knuckles we ever get. Yeah. Um, but the that scene with Omega has always stuck with me, and I don't know why. And I think it's the reason why he's grown on me so much as a character now. And I, IDW's helped with that a lot as well, because the way that Ian Flynn writes Omega is like just pitch perfect. But that scene is a fucking punch to the heart if you've had any attachment to Shadow and you've been following what happens with Omega since Heroes. Like, the moment in Heroes where he has to comfort Rouge about, like, hey, I'm not going to annihilate all these things. The original might be here somewhere. Like, he he wants to kill all Eggman robots, but he values Shadow as a person enough to not go on, like, a full-on genocide just in case one of those is the original. Like, stuff with Shadow and Omega in 06 gets to me. And it's one of the reasons why I end up enjoying that story so much is because, yeah, they fuck up Sonic a bit by pitting him in really piss poor situations. They fuck up a lot of the other characters, but some of the characters that I care about the most, 06 not only does right, but does better than practically any other game has done with them. And yeah, I kind of that. That part kicks ass. Like, you're definitely right. Um, and it wouldn't happen without time travel. The best plot. Yeah, no, um, everyone except Sonic, like, is pretty awesome. Like, there's some really cool plot beats. Um, Sonic like, has I really the worst think story, that yeah. it all boils down to, like, it's because Sonic is attached to this awful character that is Elise. But, like, every other character is, like, doing all these cool things and having these awesome moments, except for Sonic and his crew, because they're stuck with Elise the whole time. I think it, like, all boils down to Elise being a really bad character. There, I mean, there's... Sonic, Sonic is cool because things happen to him that are neat that he has to get out of. Right. That's not what happens in 06. He just kind of has to go play save the princess. So here's yeah, sorry, or, um, yeah, what did you want to say, Nick? Well, here's the thing about 06, because I, I do need to clarify some points, regardless of how heatedly I will argue against this or that or the other here. That game broke my heart like no other game has broken my heart. The, the thing about that is, and I, and I know people don't like talking about the cartoons or shit like that, but when it comes to Sonic and a relationship, we've seen that done very well. We've seen Sonic very 
very well defined as a character on his own. And he made sense as somebody who doesn't change, like his confidence and his cockiness and just the cool factor about him. Like that had been well defined well before that point. And I, uh, I guess that's where I was let down in terms of the story. But what really sucked for me about this game was it, it really should have just been a, just been like the, the grand, what well, everything the adventure games were leading to for me, because there were a lot of things here and there that I loved about it. And I was very patient with, with like shadow and heroes and stuff like, okay, they're still trying to figure some stuff out because everyone was demanding like, okay, stop messing with these other characters. Give us the shadow and Sonic stages. And they tried that in different ways with shadow and, and heroes, but they were bringing back all these elements I missed from the first adventure game. They were going to have a big dynamic story. They're going to do all these things that I, I really wanted from the 3D games. And it just fell apart. And after that, Sonic kind of just lost his identity. And the one part that they got right, the one part that was distinctly Sonic, was always downplayed by something else. And Tom Topics, I'm going to disagree with you here. I get that every game is based off another game. Sonic is different, man. Like, I don't care. Like, the Werehog is not a brand new concept. It was clearly a God of War clone. It's blatantly a God of War clone. Sonic Colors takes a plethora of Mario stuff. Like, before we obnoxiously. get to that. But all of that stuff is said. Like, that's just what I'm getting at here. Is like, I am a classic fan first and foremost. And there's a lot of the adventure era. I just think it's just dog shit games. But... There was a lot there that I really desperately wanted to see just flourish and become its own. And a lot of those dreams died with 06 and it just, it just kind of sucks. <laughs> if I uh, may, um, cause I know I've talked a lot already, but I think I've kind of got a concise version of the kind of point I want to get across. It's kind of a sequel to some stuff I said in last week's episode. I think Sonic 06 was a problem. It was a low point in the series. Like, I'm not going to deny that. Quality-wise, it's absolutely a low point, no matter how much I like the game on its own terms. Um, I think, though, the bigger problem than Sonic 06 was Sega's response to Sonic 06 and Sega's response to the fans and the critics. Um, you see, every time Sonic 06 gets mentioned, Sega flinches. Every time Sonic 06 gets mentioned, the fans flinch. And if you've got this huge group of people, one serving the other, that are all chicken shit of this one thing here, you're not going to make progress. That's the problem is, I said last week, people need to make peace with Sonic 06. Not like it, not say it's a good game, you know, have all your feelings about it, but not treat it as the root cause of everything that's ever gone wrong in all of our lives. Like, because there <laughs> were good things about Sonic 06 that have been thrown away because everyone is so terrified of this boogeyman of a video game. You know what would have been one of the best ways forward? A Sonic 06 2 that fixed the problems with Sonic 06. I agree. Rather than completely flipping the switch and grasping at whatever straw Sega could get to put smiles on people's faces. Because these are short-term... They became afraid of the wrong thing. Like they were, yeah, yep. They're like, "Oh man, Sonic 06 is bad. Oh, let's get rid of all the things that made it cool, and uh, do something completely else." Something. And completely I think different. that um, is like what they need to be afraid of is like the actual reason that that game blows, and it's like the improper management, the yep. rush, dead, like the horrible deadlines. That is the real boogeyman that 
that is the thing that they haven't learned their exactly. lesson from, that we keep seeing today. It's not the, like, you know, the story-driven games or, like, the, the 3D gameplay. That's not what's, like, plaguing the series today. And they they learned the wrong lesson, I think. It's, it's okay. I think, why so many Sonic fans also get resentful of gaming journalists and articles constantly mentioning 06, because it's further fuel to 06 being this video game boogeyman. When the problem with Sonic 06 wasn't Sonic 06, the problem with Sonic 06 was the problems with Sonic 06. <laughs> a little, little tongue tie, but I get that. No, and I, I'm not going to disagree with with any of that. I think ultimately, like, we all kind of like have the same kind of thoughts on that. Like, we there are things here we really would have liked to see, and I don't think anybody here is actually afraid of like revisiting something like Mephilus or a more serious story. I think a lot of the fan base and even like people in Sega themselves are desperately trying to show the management like there's a lot here that that makes Sonic dynamic, be it in classic and goofy and fun or more, more darker and serious, but still all distinctly Sonic. I think the comics are very showing that very well. I think stuff like Mania showed that very well. And I don't know, man. Like, it really does come down to that at the end of the day, doesn't it? It's just, management, get your shit together, please. That's, yeah, that's another thing, is also I feel like Sonic 06 was also the birth of Sonic fans and journalists not even knowing what they didn't like about the franchise after a while. Like, over time as well, I think Sonic's reputation has become more and more bastardized. Like, after Sonic 06, the conversation started going on to, oh, Sonic maybe doesn't really work in 3D. Oh, Sonic has too many friends. Oh, Sonic stories shouldn't exist and stuff it's like that was never the case like let's look back let's reflect adventure one adventure two even heroes these games were still games that worked the problem isn't sonic in 3d it's not friends it's not fucking it's all stories. external factors yep. yeah like, literally everything sonic 06 was leading up to was like a step forward from the adventure games like they were they were about to continue and advance the series like everything that they were advertising the game to be and everything that it was shaping up to be was like that was it they were doing it right but all these external factors that like went on behind uh the closed doors just got to it and the finished product came out and then people started kind of questioning the wrong things like the game itself is what they started questioning like yeah. oh man is sonic even meant to be in 3d like has sonic always been bad are uh, all these other games just as bad too and we've just been you know blind by it um but it's all That's, like yeah external like... things which is why i can't hate the game because the game wanted to be good and it was supposed to be good but all these external factors like uh mismanagement and everything there's i mean there's still a lot there i i could debate whether or not like i don't know like i because i also see and i've saw in a lot of those games too um People that are just kind of sick and tired of making Sonic games, but I mean that's a that's another topic for a different time. I I think the the fact that we spent so much of our time, like debating uh, Sonic 06. <laughs> oh man, I sure didn't think we'd spend this much time talking about Sonic 06 today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Cirrus um, doesn't actually have a lot. Of yeah. Time left, so we should probably move on to anniversary number 19 in a bit. Well, but, that's. Um, that's why I want to. I don't want to debate too long about it, but I I did want to push back on it. I said we would talk about it, but puppy, you want to go ahead and take that away? No, go go I, go. 
get the fuck no, 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 ex explain, no, explain it first. Yes, yes, yes. okay. So, <laughs> okay, um, so here's, here's the big, here's the big Q, the big Q dog. Um, so, does Sonic's 90th anniversary count? Because Sega counted it. They had an event where it was like, submit videos and stuff. And Sonic the Hedgehog 4 was definitely their sort of game that would go back and celebrate the history of Sonic the Hedgehog. And all of that shit. So, like, I would count it. But I think now that we've also factored in, like, things like Sonic Riders, I think we should also factor in Sonic Free Riders and Sonic Colors into the 19th anniversary. And I guess you wouldn't really think it's a special number, I guess, but it is the point where you can legally fuck him. And it is also the point where he's about to turn the big 2-0. So... Was, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't think I it's like it kind of arbitrary. Yeah. Which was Free Riders the Connect yeah. one? Yeah, free yeah, to ride. See, I would say one. that I would say that much like Sonic Adventure uh, Two or the tenth anniversary, Sonic the nineteenth anniversary does factor in different parts of Sonic's past and everything into three games. I absolutely count it, and like they did have the whole Sonic nineteenth nineteenth anniversary nineteenth. I've managed to get that far. Nineteenth <laughs> anniversary celebration and such. I, the way I looked at it, like, if they didn't make a special anniversary logo for it, it doesn't count to me. Because they, they ah, put that shit all over everything else. They didn't do that for the 19th anniversary. I, I literally didn't know that was a thing until you said that. And it just sounds like it was like a one-off promotion for Actually, the one Actually, they did. They did have an official logo for it. Oh, did they? Let's take a it's look. The same as, it's the same as the 15th and 20th. Why? What the hell? <laughs> Anniversary oh, 2010. Are you sure that's it's not a, just a fan-made one? That looks like a fan-made one. Pup. No, that it's real. Fan. It's in there with the 06 and the other ones. Okay. Yeah, just uh, it was uh, it, it, it's something that I feel like Sega does a lot when it comes to celebrating Sonic anniversaries, where it's just like Hey, shit, we don't have anything really big or exciting to celebrate this with. Um, it's his birthday. <laughs> but yeah, this is our marketing strategy, and we're celebrating an anniversary. That means you'll <laughs> care more and spend money. What is the key trait of Sonic? He has a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, yeah, if you want to count it, let's count it. Generation. Sonic 4. ever <laughs> happened. Okay, so Sonic's... Um, Sonic's 90th anniversary. <laughs> it brought us, uh, I think, wasn't the first of the festivities Sonic the Hedgehog for episode one? I'd assume so. All right. So this was the game that would bring Sonic back to his roots. This was the game that would, um, uh, you know, I'm so tired of hearing that. <laughs> make Sonic good again, as far as the reviews were concerned and it, it again like it kind of trails on from my point of people didn't know what the problem with sonic was at this point because i swear a lot of reviews for this were glowingly positive they were on the basis it was, it that was it's 2d obnoxious. it was good because it was 2d <laughs> effectively um so if ever there was a sonic game farted into existence it's this <laughs> like sonic Ge sonic genesis game boy advance was an absolute piece of shit this is a fart it's less offensive. I'd rather have someone fart on me than shit on me. Preferably neither. No. Oh my god. There's a particular article about Sonic 4 that I remember uh, when I was, I was I was just getting out of high school, and it was 2010. This is right when these two games were coming out, Colors and, and, and 4. And I remember an article where one of the first things, and I don't know if anybody else read this one, but they were like, is it weird that I'm more excited for the 3D Sonic game than the 2D one? 
No, I and mean, was I like, was too. And I, I grew up like with the original, open. yeah. Well, when I saw the trailer for Sonic Colors, my reaction was, Fuck you! This is Wii exclusive! I don't know to Wii! This is the worst Sonic game ever! I was a kid, okay? I, uh, I was, I was pretty... I was pretty jaded still at this point from 06, so I was just kind of passively looking at everything. I played uh, Sonic 4 for a little bit, because, like, you guys really have the balls to do this. I played it, I'm like, well, this is, uh, bland garbage. No thanks. And, uh... Um, Even better than Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Best Sonic ever. Sure, why not? I don't even have the energy to debate that anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not even trying to debate. I'm literally just saying the things Sega would like you to think. Yeah. There's only so many times we can hear that same Sonic 3 and Knuckles joke before we want to put a different pup cartridge and just... No, but this is legitimately a direct sequel, though, in this case. And, like, a direct they sequel should... They can pretend that. They can pretend they, they, that. A, a sequel, something called Sonic 4 should be better than Sonic 3 or at least Yeah, but it good. wasn't it was the it game wasn't. itself That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's what, what that, I'm that, saying is yeah. it was a fucking piece of shit is what it the, was. The, because the game is not Sonic 4, the title is. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's it's like LS Mark told us. It's Sonic the Portable, a game that was made for mobile phones and eventually Sega was just like we're going to completely whore out our original Sonic trilogy here. So, uh <laughs> I don't I don't really want to talk about the the other games. Uh, for the 19th one because like I literally didn't know this existed and it sounds again it sounds like this was really only here for Sonic 4 and I I fucking whatever you know <laughs> okay, let's move on to let's get on to 20th man like I want to talk about the 20th anniversary the 20th okay we can breathe easy now <laughs> until 25th <laughs> um, so the 20th anniversary brought us two versions of Sonic Generations um and one of them was really good, and the other one was uh, it was alright. Yep, basically. <laughs> never played the 3DS version, but I haven't really been given much reason to. Yeah. It alright. I, I played the 3DS version first, and then I played the uh, the regular ver like the 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 good one uh, on PC. And if there's one thing that I really admire about the 3DS game, it's that they went, "Hey, let's." flip the levels that we have in this game like instead of getting yeah. city escape radical highway uh you get the fight with the bio lizard in this one like there's a lot of different stuff that it does that i really really like uh, that's true it... but there's a lot of baffling decisions in there as well like oh, the obvious oh, one is making game. making both sonics 2d but the other thing is I think what would have been a really cool idea would have been to have the levels in Sonic Generations handheld celebrate the handheld history of Sonic. So you yeah. can have that like, was the initial plan from that, everything I've read. That, that's kind of they did a little bit of that though because we got a, we got a level yeah. of rush. You got a, got a tiny bit. They should have gone the whole hog with it being the handheld history, and you could still yeah, have they, Green Hill be your opener because there's an eight bit Green Hill. <laughs> yeah, you got all the the Game Gear games. Yeah. Advanced trilogy sonic rush the rivals games there's so much yeah they definitely could have done that one thing i really wish that they would have done like maybe they still can is like combine those two games into one like mega sonic generations where it just has like every level from both all in 3d that'd be cool it oh, never yeah. happened mm -hmm. if any game should have had like dlc i'm very surprised generations yeah. never did like that i cannot think of a sonic game that's been modded more than it that had one. the casino night dlc but that Yes, it was almost... a pre-order bonus, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like oh, once right. they had Generations down, they almost 
they could have gotten away with going like 10 years without a new Sonic game if they had just like, <laughs> no, hear me out, done regular DLC for it, regular yeah. level packs and stuff. Like, they it? could have saved so much time. <laughs> like, they could have and been like, okay, guys, this is this is the Sonic game of the new decade. There will be regular add-ons for it I and mean, installments. I mean, to be fair, look at like Sonic mod channels. Still yeah. showing off like mod packs for Sonic Generations. Like the fans are doing that essentially. They really exactly. should have pulled a Skyrim, like, you know, where they had like the creator garbage and they're another twenty bucks okay. to the to make it a full oh price thing God. again. Like what Dude, if they did that like, instead of Sonic Colors and um you know I, Ultimate? It's like Generations is back, but it's got a bunch of fan mods in it that we've been working on to tweak and you know Sonic Team. I think I said that. last week they should have had a creator community you did? embedded into the game official, it officially an official yeah. creators hub and yeah. have it available on Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and whatever the fuck else yeah. it released. I don't on. think that they knew like how impactful Sonic Generations was going to be. As, they could have like, checked. As a <laughs> it was based... clearly. They had something there. I the think buzz, they could tell the you. The for that I'm game was about, like on on the good. basis of being like highly moddable and like the yeah yeah community. I guess yeah. Prominent. I feel like it's kind of hard to gauge that like when making any game. Like, oh, is this going to have like a thriving modding community ten years from now? I feel like that's kind of hard. To I think that's gauge. what they should totally do though. Is like do a re-release of Sonic Generations, Sonic Generations yeah. Ultimate, and have it as like a live service thing where you I can like. That have constant add-ons and like just make it this big expansive sonic game and then that could keep me occupied for a good five or so years and then that gives them time to work on the next thing right what i, what I really liked about it it did really truly feel like a proper third game in this iteration of sonic the hedgehog because it it does feel like they got the boost stuff down pat and yeah, yeah. there's uh there's padding again but this time it's old school sonic not as perfect as as the old school games or what mania would be but for what it was and the levels they built around it they did a damn good job i uh i gotta say like i i wasn't a big part of the sonic community but i i just remember overwhelming positivity and excitement leading into this game um it was the first sonic game in in a long time i was like eagerly like looking for for updates or leaks or anything about it um and I think it delivered. It's a shorter game, stories a little bit on the weak side, but holy shit, talk about a celebration, man. Oh, yeah. it's a damn good, like, literally, like, it's one of the most consistently enjoyable Sonic games. I think 3D Sonic gameplay is some of the most refined it's ever been in that game. Um, and just, like, it's, it's a tour de force of Sonic. And, like, this was also at a point before you know bringing back old levels got kind of lame this was like when it was still kind of welcome sega pulled out all the stops and made just a really really good product this time around yeah um i think my one like complaint would be i just wish they did more with it you know do a bit more with it uh have more levels make it a bit i don't know more engaging narratively speaking have some better more meaty hub worlds in there maybe but, like, ultimately, what we have here is still a fucking bang-up job. Like, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What a good problem to have. Like, that's that's something you want yeah. to fr have from your game is, like, I, I want more of this. Exactly. Yeah. Generations is a must-have platformer as far as I'm concerned. Like, uh, it's, it's really good. I can't, like... Man, again, I, I think I said before, but I didn't get to play that until it was on sale on Steam for the Sonic movie releasing. Mm -hmm. uh, first time I sat down with Generation, super late to the party on that one. I could not put it down. That game is yeah. really good. It's really good. Yeah, It's so it, good. It, I, it, I feel it, like um, it's my 
in terms of gameplay, I think it's like the most fun Sonic game that I've ever played. Like I love Adventure 2, it's my favorite one. But I like it more as like an entire package. Like I love everything about it, the story, the gameplay and how it all meshes together. But like Sonic Generations, it's like very weak and like very weak in certain aspects like its story, but the gameplay mm. is just so good. It's yeah. so good that it's like probably my second favorite Sonic game. Like it all it needs is the good gameplay because it does it in, so in well. In terms of in terms of a Sonic game to like just turn on and go, there's a couple levels I want to run through. It's probably the one that I've done the, that the most with. Yeah. The the exception to that is maybe Ad- Adventure One. I want to say because of a uh, because of stuff like Speed Highway that I really like revisiting. But as it turns out, Speed Highway is also in generation. So I've you're so arcadey. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, I just really like those arcadey style Sonic games where you can just it also like, that's pop that is like, that's the origins of Sonic though, it. isn't it? Like the it, that is Sega. Sega at their very, very strongest from the beginning to today is in the arcade. And yes. bringing that to a platformer is what made Sonic so special back in the day. And they like finally that. brought it back around in a modern iteration with Generations. It is like, it is just, it's one of those games that is interchangeable in terms of like the top Sonic games for anybody. Like it, it contends with S3K, it contends with Sonic 2, it contends with Mania, it could contends with adventure one and two it's just that good of a game and it it chops out a lot of stuff that we probably would like we want to see more character interactions or how this this version of sonic you know matters to other ones or what are the shorter stockier versions of the other characters like all these things that we didn't get like those are fun problems to have it's a fucking great little game i i also like would say it has an unparalleled sense of celebration to it oh as my well. god like, yeah. yeah oh my god that game oh, yeah. i do one of the missions it balloon begins with a birthday party yeah fuck that what i'm talking about is like when you go to like the missions and you've got the different characters and you've got balloon park playing and the music's absolutely jumping everything's more colorful like, e- e- even even like you get to rooftop run which is a sonic unleashed level which is a bit more earthy than your typical sonic game but now it's got like balloons everywhere and like these you know, the levels of the game it's it's fucking incredible the music jumps everything's colorful it just it feels like you're celebrating and i yeah. tell you one thing that could have just made that bit better is if some of those missions allowed for some kind of multiplayer because this would make a quintessential party game if they had that component <laughs> the only way it could be better is if like the, the uh, christian whitehead's team was up and running at that time and instead of doing classic song the way they did they just slapped in mania on the other half of it like that would and that would have been the perfect sonic game for everybody that but been awesome but yeah, you know, it's so insane as I would say, you know, a key to success, more of that, please. But they kind of did that. Yeah. Well. Should, we'll we about, that when, should we talk we'll about Should we talk about get to the 25th? Yeah, because I mean, OK, we're all in agreement, all in favor of Sonic Generations being awesome. Say I. 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 <laughs> all right. All. Terrific. <laughs> Let's move on to the 25th anniversary, starting mm. off with Sonic Mania. Man, oh, man. Um. I think the only things really holding this game back specifically is, uh, well, we're reusing stuff that we've seen before, but even with that shortcoming, they do some really clever stuff. And also we should have been at this point 20 years ago at the very least. Yeah. I like bouncy chemical plant. I do too. I think the worst, my my biggest issue with mania is that like half more than half of it is like 
a rehash of older zones. And I know it's not the team's fault. I'm sure uh, Sega had a very large say in that. They probably had uh, like strict requirements, like oh, you can only make like so many original levels and. There's actually a bit uh, of background um, on that. Is that basically Sega? Yeah, that's actually what happened. No, yeah. Sega mandated the game to be four levels long, like Sonic Four. Yeah. And basically, um, the Whitehead team liaised between Takeshi Azuka and Takeshi Azuka actually saved this. He negotiated with Sega to have more levels in the game than just four. But Sega's kind of caveat with that was, okay, they need to be reused though. Reused, yeah. So that's, that's sake, really Sega. my only issue with it. It's not the end of the world, because it is really cool to see uh, those older levels kind of... Uh, they're still in, like, that 16-bit style, but... um, It does it well. It, I it wish feels they could like have been... a Saturn game. That's That was their intent. I love that. I, I gotta say, though, even though we're using levels, the absolute balls on them to be like, no, nah, we're not only going back to levels, we're going to make them better is kind of yeah. wild um i mean i would have been pissed if it was just the same layout oh i before, agree but i agree like the the way they remixed them and stuff took it to a new level like it was really well done yeah um also like the original levels in there are spectacular they more than live up to it i guess the there's two criticisms i would make of it one uh probably the biggest criticism i have is that it's just not as good as Sonic 3 and Knuckles on a whole. Like, it's just, the story doesn't connect the same, um, and it doesn't have that... Well, it doesn't feel as interconnected as Sonic 3 and Knuckles did, or as big. That I don't hold it against it, though, because it's not Sonic 4, it's Sonic Mania. Um, whereas, okay, like, um, moving on to my big... Uh, uh, my other criticism, I wish they'd been a little more imaginative with some of the level choices in there. Like, you're beginning with Green Hill and Chemical Plant again, and it's like, okay, kind of get Green Hill, but it's like, I definitely think they could have afforded a different Sonic 2 zone rather than Chemical Plant. I agree. Um, I mean, there's there's just stuff I'd like to see just revisited. I do got to give them credit for getting a little bit bold with some of the choices later on, though, like Metallic Madness. And that was awesome. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, they took the Sonic CD levels and they just like, okay, but what if they're good? And then they did it. It was amazing. <laughs> I uh... press press garden is still like one of my favorite oh Sonic god now. it's so god, good it's so it's amazing i love what they did with that their, their original levels are as good as what came before and i think that was kind of the point of it like it it didn't need to surpass sonic 3 and knuckles but it needed to contend with it because this team to me says okay even if you don't like it as much as sonic 3 and knuckles we can make a better game than sonic 3 and knuckles if you give us enough time to do it I truly believe that. And, like, there's no excuse, like, 30 years later. Like, yes, you absolutely should have that, or 25 years later, you should have that ability. And, um, I mean, I guess we could just talk about the future in terms of, like, what the hell they're doing with that team, because, like, they finally struck gold in terms of this aspect of Sonic. Like, Christian Whitehead and, like, Tyson Hess, like, all the little animations around it, like, they very clearly defined what classic Sonic should be. And if it's going to be a separate character in a separate universe and a separate tone from Sonic, this is how we're going to do it. And that's like, I don't know anybody who wasn't like, yeah, cool. I'm down with that. That's what about modern say, like, Sonic? If ever there was any doubt as to what kind of aesthetic and music style classic Sonic kind of had as a signature, Sonic Mania completely, you know, redefined it. It like, did everything right. T-Loops. Yeah. 
Key Lopes is the sound of classic Sonic. The animation style, the animation in those little 2D animated cutscenes as well. It's quintessential classic Sonic, and it's at its most refined as well. Like, that's one thing I will say. That's where it tops Sonic 3 and Knuckles, in that it just brings... It, it brings the cream of the crop to classic Sonic in I'm that regard. Really glad, I'm really glad that they took inspiration from Sonic 2 rather than Sonic 3 um, in terms of, like, art style. Because, like, Sonic 2 is probably my favorite looking classic Sonic game, like, if you're not counting Mania. Uh, like, yeah, Sonic 1, it was a little bit, like, you know, early beta testing-esque. It's got, like, a really kind of, like, rough look to it. But then Sonic 2 really fleshes it out. But then what Sonic 3 does, like, what I think it does, at least, it, it, go, it goes for more of a realistic look. It's a bit grittier. I noticed that. And I think that they were kind of trying to go for, like, a... Not exactly, like, what Donkey Kong Country was doing, where they would, like, render things in 3D and then photograph it to look realistic. Like, they weren't doing it to that extent, but they were definitely trying to aim more towards yeah. that, like... That shiny, Western, round like, look, gritty, yeah. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Like, it looks good, but um, I definitely prefer Sonic 2 over that. Um, and the fact that Mania took inspiration from Sonic 2, like, I really... I love that. Well, I I mean, I think they do that in sprites, but I, I would say, like, it, it's kind of, kind of a mishmash mesh in terms of art design otherwise because it like environments you mean yeah environments like you go from environment to environment you can very clearly tell like there are different art styles at play here yeah i thought the overall like if i had to define the art style as between two sonic games i'd say it's between two and cd overall but like the level sensibilities and the power-ups and stuff are much more sonic 3 and that's the best thing about like the evolution going from sonic 2 to 3 yeah, I also, think... of course, having little cutscenes. Like, no, I mean, like, I think it's fine regardless of one way or the other. I, I like Sonic 3 and Knuckles' aesthetic a little bit more, but it, you're not wrong. It is, without a doubt, like, doing what, you know, the games were doing back in the day. Like, everyone was hyped for 3D. It's 1994. Like, right. there's, there, I mean, PlayStation's out by the end of that year in Japan. Um, so, yeah, they were definitely going for that. And I, in terms of, like, what they accomplished, I think it's really incredible on a technical level and in terms of artistry, but... I'd say, like, yeah, it's a critique one way or the other for Mania, where, yeah, like, I get what you're doing for in terms of aesthetic. I think that makes sense. If they were going to do a Mania 2 or they're going to keep that team on, I would like to see them take on their own style. I don't need another 16-bit Sonic. I'd like to see Triple Jazz, you know, if if you guys played Sonic Freedom at all, like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or the Sonic 2 HD. Exactly, yeah. Sonic 2 HD is fucking gorgeous. It is. Like, Like, you you, you make the the cover art playable. We can do that now. Fucking do it. Make the toy art. Yeah. Make the toy art available to us to play. (laughs) If I were to ever make a Sonic fan game, my idea would would be to do... uh, the Sonic Advance games, but like in a hand-drawn adventure style, kind of like uh, Sonic Freedom mm-hmm. is doing with Sonic CD. Like that, yeah. Make basically make like the promotional material like the game. Yeah. Have that so art that, style as the whole the game. like like leap off the page type of thing at yes. that point. Yes. Yes. I mean, we have the technology. We can do this. <laughs> we can make him better. We can build him better. <laughs> uh, I'm referencing an old show I never watched. Sir, do you have anything to say about Mania? You've been pretty quiet. So, a lot of that comes to do with the with real life stuff. Uh, but enough. as 
as far as Mania goes, this was one of those games that I did not play as soon as it came out. And I am glad I played it the way I did. So I had a choice been getting between getting Mania on my PC or on my Switch. And the Nintendo consoles are where I had my first experience owning Sonic games. I played them first on my friend's Genesis, but owning that game on my Switch and playing it, bouncing between... <sighs> so I played it originally you know, on TV, on Switch, and then I went to uh, the Faithless Forum, which is actually the event that let me meet a bunch of YouTubers that helped push my channel into numbers that eventually would let me go full time. So Mania has a lot of, of personal stuff to me because it's the it's the game that I played when Raz was driving the car uh, for parts of the trip on the way there. It's the game that I played at the forum because I wasn't great at speaking with a whole bunch of other people who had, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers more than me. Um, I, I I could say a bunch of things about how it's a great 2D game and how the uh, I liked seeing a return of the cutscenes from Sonic CD almost in the way that uh, the game opens up. I could talk, you know, forever about how it's a wonderful game, but for me, the biggest things with Mania are the fact that me being able to go full time on YouTube and me playing Sonic Mania for the first time on my Switch are literally linked hand in hand chronologically. That's awesome. I uh, I uh, I I link Mania to a very very sad time in my life. I don't have to get into it here, but it uh I was very determined not to let real life keep me from enjoying a new 2D Sonic game. So I'm glad I don't associate it with with bad times. So very appreciative of that. But we should probably talk about a a worse time in that same anniversary. No, that's, that's done. Okay, so 30th anniversary was Sonic no. Colors. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Forces. I'm sorry, pup. We are forced to talk about this. This was um, obligatory forces joke. This was one. I of mean, the first how much things... can we say that we haven't already said in this podcast every freaking episode? Can I make a personal thing? Um, when I first moved into my very first apartment with my first partner. I uh, played my first game in there, and said game was Sonic Forces, which was a sign of things to come, because I had a shit time <laughs> in general, and she's not my partner anymore. So, like, yeah, like Sonic Forces, these things are fucking Sonic temporary. <laughs> Alright, well, there you go. I mean, I, I don't know, like, Chalmix, you're, it's our first time with you, with you here. What do you think about Sonic Forces? <laughs> uh, man, I, like, hmm... <laughs> I see some people recently kind of like try to vouch for it and I I think it's too early. We can't be doing this yet. We need like They got to wait till there it's as old as 06. Exactly. We we can't be doing this yet. Um I think yeah, it um like the ambition is one of the things that's brought up a lot. Like oh this game had a lot of ambition like but didn't does it though? It had the illusion of ambition. Like because yeah, like the Phantom Ruby. Like, uh, you know, like, oh, all these levels are so pretty. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, like, these people that are working on it get paid to do it. Like, they're going to make something that looks decent. Like, if they want to advance their career in game design, like, yeah, they're going to... It's not even as pretty as a lot of the games. And it's reusing yeah, a lot of assets. I didn't even yeah, notice even it until I played... Just, like, ideas. Like No, but like, I didn't even notice this until I played Colors Ultimate. The Eggman Empire Fortress, the central part of it, the big tube with the moving stuff, 
is literally an asteroid coaster. They literally reused that. <laughs> I, oh I was actually replaying Sonic Forces on the anniversary I was streaming it. Mm. And I got to this one part. I forget what level it was. But uh, because I was playing through Sonic Colors Ultimate so much, I was doing that uh, No Wisp challenge. So I have gone through all of the levels inside and out. Yeah. There was one part that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is literally copy pasted from Sonic Colors. It was one of those uh, sidestep sections with uh, different branches, like there's an upper, mid, and lower path, and you can fall down if you don't sidestep quick enough. Like, I swear, it was just copy-pasted from Sonic Colors. You would think that, like, maybe the more that I played Sonic Forces, like, the more I would appreciate it, or at least find something to appreciate a little bit more, but I, I feel like every time I played it, it actually is a worse experience. I it think was... the one... Sorry, go on, serious. I was just gonna say that, uh, that the first time I played Sonic Forces, uh, when I, when I got halfway through it, I remember sitting down with a friend of mine uh, who did like one of my oldest, oldest channel intros. And I was talking with him, and I was just like, I don't understand why people don't like this game. It, it doesn't feel bad. I was only halfway through it. By the <sighs> time I got to I was like, oh, no, I understand. No, this is... Yeah, I had that. <laughs> this is aggravating. But then I played through it again because I had a friend who hadn't seen like the story of Forces, what little of it there actually is. So I played through it again, and I got my I got more frustrated the second time showing him the game than I did my first time. And then I played it on stream, and I started getting angry at it. And it's <laughs> like it's like every so I I have to I have to echo what Chow Mix experienced because it's like every time that I step into the arena with that game and I I turn it on again and I start a new game. It's like every time I get more and more jaded to it and the little things that it does wrong, they get to me more. more (laughs) It's it's like every time I finish a level and it's, Every time I finish a level and it tells me you've unlocked five new pieces of equipment. I was getting really angry at that on stream. Actually. I'm like, Oh my God, just get on with it. My, it's the gift um, that keeps on taking. I win a level. I this find like, that me, it's more okay, like an actually, arc. Me mashing through the the menu prompts, like when you uh, when you get items at the end of the level, I feel like I had more actions per second in that section than the entirety <laughs> of the level. Like I pressed more it's buttons during that. Item when the item prompts are sucking away more of your time than 06 loading screens. Yeah. My um experience with it was more arc like. So I got the game. I thought it was the best thing ever made for a bit. Then I started to kind of low-key resent it. Then I fucking hated it. <laughs> then I didn't play it for a very long time. Then I bought it again. No. <laughs> I didn't sell I the other one. I just bought it on another console. And I played it some more, and I was like, nah, I did, okay, this is why I didn't play it again. And then I played it some more, and I was like, well, I kind of like this, actually. And now I'm just at a stage where I'm just like, haha, headshot, go brrr. <laughs> Yeah. I was... So your forces gave you a lot me, so you could like forces. It's just a quick little fireworks show, really, as far as I'm concerned. It's not it the was, most uh... offensive thing, but it, it's a yeah, it's oh, yeah. A kind of nothing game. No, like it's far from the worst Sonic game. Oh but... yeah. I, I, I think the I think the most frustrating thing about it is just how middling it is, really. Yep. But it's also just kind of like. It's not something I, I actively want to go out of my way to spend my time on. I know that we were planning on talking about it more. And last night I sat down to play it and I'm just messaging the guys like, do I have to do this? <laughs> I think also the worst thing about it is like there's so many things 
where Sega had proven that they'd really refined their craft in yeah. so many areas. Like, <laughs> especially like Generations was kind of like the blueprint. Yeah. And they had modern Sonic and classic Sonic's gameplay absolutely perfect. Okay, classic's are not quite perfected, but it worked. And then literally come forces, like, you're doing all this again, but it's like, shit. Yeah. What if Generations That's the most offensive eh. part about it is that it's not even as good as Generations. Yep. It's like actually quite a few steps down. And like, it's really, it sucks being a Sonic fan because like Sonic is all over the place usually. But then like the, the most recent decade, the 2010s, they like finally find some consistency and like you, you drop your guard because like you always have your guard up in like the early 2000s. Like they're constantly trying all these new things. You're like, ah, we don't know how this is going to turn out. Like keep your guard up. But then they like, they basically, uh, you know, find some consistency in the 2010s. The games are like all pretty solid, and then they go in for that frame one Dark Souls parry, and just like crush you <laughs> with Sonic Sonic Forces. That was like I remember before it came out, like my overall response when people were like, "You're looking forward to," it, I was like, "Yeah, of course it's gonna be good. It's just more like so generations, isn't exactly. it?" Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't didn't learn that like... lesson though, because like I I feel like it's just an, another time around with with Sonic again. I mean, even the oh. classic games like. Well, Knuckles Chaos should be good because Sonic 3 and Knuckles was good. Uh-oh. Well, Sonic 06 <laughs> and Sonic Heroes should be... I mean, Heroes is like a weird offshoot game Lost World, so whatever. But Shadow should be good. It's just the Shadow levels. Uh-oh. Sonic 06. Yep. Oh, no. And it's just the same shit over and over again. Like, they get... They finally refine something, and they just shit the bed. And now we're... We are where we are. Which is the thirtieth anniversary? I fucking Maybe. hate Sonic. <laughs> so, the most recent anniversary, the thirtieth, the the, the anniversary of the block. Welcome Minecraft. Welcome Sonic Colors again. I mean, I sure loved the symphony, but we're talking about games. Yeah. So, the symphony was Minecraft? the best part. Yeah. Are we talking about Minecraft? No, we we we, we, we I mean, service has to get out of here in about five minutes. I I do want to hear his thoughts first about and I yeah I can't be here too much longer either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll save the rankings for another time. Yeah, I mean the rankings can be pretty quick. Yeah. Okay, we'll do we'll do quick. Don't dwell too much on our reasoning. Just quick, snappy. But we've got you know we've got one after forces with the week, but we've talked about okay. death already. Yeah, Sonic Colors Ultimate is the 30th anniversary game, and it's just, it, it's all right. I don't give a fuck. It, <laughs> like... it exists. It's a it's very offensive as a remake. It's not offensive as an individual game. Sonic floating down in Aquarium Park. No, nope, no, nope, wasn't that? It was Act Three of Starlight Carnival. Starlight Carnival. You're right. Yep. It was Act Three of Starlight Carnival. Sonic floating himself down was like the perfect. The perfect poetic representation of what Colors Ultimate was. <laughs> everything around you. Everything That's around how it made an entrance. It just so <laughs> let's be fair though, Forces didn't release on the actual 25th anniversary, so we might have to revisit this after Frontiers finally launches because they might. Still I'm count hoping that. it's not. I'm hoping it's not an anniversary title. We'll see. One way or the other, we're gonna see because I guarantee Origins and um, other garbage they release. Well, the movie's coming out. It's gonna probably have the 30th anniversary logo on it for a little while still. You reckon? I they think so. Really, they're literally doing the Disneyland thing when it comes to anniversaries. Oh yeah, aren't dude. They? Where it's yeah. like 
Get ready for the fourth year of Sonic's 30th anniversary. Basically. Oh, Sega cares more about yeah. anniversaries than they do about Sonic. <laughs> the numbers only go in tens. There's literally no numbers between. Trying, you know, it sucked that I was trying to make... I, I, was, I was thinking in the back of my head about making a joke about, like, how Sonic's actually, like, an abusive domestic partner who every now and again, like has these moments of clarity where they go to therapy and they get their shit together. And then like, they just go back to treating the year. But the, but now that you point out that like, they're so obsessed with the anniversary specifically, I'm like, no, no, yeah, no, this all checks out. Sonic, Sonic <laughs> is an obsessive partner. Oh, it, it just feels like they're fixated on it because now they're slowing down the releases of it and we're not seeing an uptick in quality between yeah. these these gaps of releases. I wouldn't call it, it a drought. Like we but... only get games during the anniversaries now. Yeah. And that's I mean that's fairly standard for for most game dev cycles, but we do expect a better game in the Sonic interim. then. Sonic yeah, then. In terms he goes of fast. Like time in Sonic today. Games, Sorry. Around like 4 or 5 years is pretty standard, but you don't see uh like Assassin's Creed games being like this is the 10th anniversary assassin's creed this is the 15th anniversary they don't really attach like that not to the year. logos no they they do it yeah. like in a press release but that's about it it is a very sonic thing to do yeah yeah sonic back then the appeal was he goes fast sonic yeah. now the appeal is again he was born at some point yeah <laughs> that, that plays into like the legacy stuff and i know a lot of people think it's nostalgia pandering or stuff but like they they do want to remind people like yeah this this is a long-standing franchise and we're we're still here despite our best efforts not to be here. Um, and I think Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty and the like, they've been here for a very long time at this point, but they also don't think they want to give the impression that they're anything but fresh. They want to be yeah, the newest, hottest true. video game. And Sonic's exactly. long past that point, which is a shame. Shall we um, do our little rankings then? Go what are, the table. How many games? Was that 10? Um, we're You're, just doing oh. them in just the anniversary, so blocks, basically. Because if we did the games... Oh, There's going to be a lot of repetition, so it's like you know, six uh, to one, um, okay, including nineteenth so anniversary as well, sure. just for the sake of. So you should have six entries overall. Shall we let uh, Wayne and Cirrus go first? Absolutely. Because they have the least time. Uh, Cirrus first, yeah. yeah. Okay, go on, tits. So I, do it. I'm gonna... <laughs> wow! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> just let him go. Let him go. Just, just wait until you see the Christmas models, pup. Anyway, I'm not. Um, <laughs> say that. So, I will say this: as far as my rankings, it's going to be kind of obvious for me. Tenth anniversary is going to be Sonic Adventure Two's. Like, Advance One and Adventure Two were the first Sonic games I ever owned. Uh, and as far as like total packages and how much they mean to me, at least with Adventure Two, uh, I, I really can't top what that game means to me. After that, I'd have to go with. Uh, the 20th anniversary, as much as I like Mania more, I, I'm sorry. I just have to give that to Generations. Uh, after that, Mania, even though it's with Forces. Uh, past that, I'd go 15th anniversary. Uh, I, I really don't know where I'd throw 19th and 30th, because both of them just feel so... They just kind of flubbed and happened, and I just don't care. Um, and the 19th anniversary and 30th anniversary apparently both have colors. Wait, was Sonic 4 in colors? What, did they both come out during the 19th one? Uh, they did, but we were only counting Sonic 4. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So if it's colors twice, then colors gets the same bottom slot twice. 
that that's how that's how I'm ranking that. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with okay. us today, Cirrus, and you know, have a have a good day, and you know, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> and 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 whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, Nick. I I appreciate and whatever. Your I will. time is up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will see you guys. Uh, everybody who's who's watching, thank you guys for popping out for Sunset City. Ciao, Mix. Thanks for hopping on for as a guest. And I am sorry I'm not able to stay till like the last the last bit reading super chats. It's all good, man. We're already at the two hour mark anyway. Yeah. All right. Later, man. Goodbye, Saris. Right, now that he's gone. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, we can start talking about how sexy he is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Wayne. I gotta be honest. It might be the same order. All right. You I guys think are uh, fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. I think Sonic Adventure 2 was probably, while it didn't have all the fanfare of a lot of other, um, like, anniversary celebrations, I think it was probably one of the most high quality in terms of just its output. Sonic Adventure 2 was one game, but, I mean, we did also have Sonic Advance 1 with that, and those are both quality titles. How often do we get, like, two, uh, two games of such drastically different builds that come out around the same time that are also both good? So it's like, um... Yeah, Sonic Adventure 2 on top. Then I would, uh, uh... I might switch it around a little bit. Um, I would put Mania above Generations. Um, but Generations is just behind it. Then, uh... Then 06 and, and Genesis, and then, yeah, Sonic 4 and Ultimate can just fuck off. <laughs> All right. Um... I guess you want to so. stick around a little longer, Wayne, or I can be here for like another, like just under a half hour. Okay, we should we should be able to wrap up. We can't can't keep on the show forever as much as we'd love to. Um, well, shall we go to Chow Mix? Okay. Uh, my number one spot would be the tenth anniversary, uh, just because uh, it's got Sonic Adventure Two and Sonic Advance, which kind of was like the start of this formula that they would use with like mainline titles and spin-off handheld games which is probably just like my favorite era of sonic where we were just getting like decently decent quality stuff it was a little bit hit or miss sometimes but like we were we, we were getting things unlike today um <laughs> and i think most of them turned out pretty decent there were a few bad ones but it yeah the the 10th anniversary definitely kind of set that formula for the kind of dual releases that they were doing and on top of just those two games being some of my favorites of all time. Uh, second would be the 20th anniversary. That's uh, with Sonic Generations, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, that would be my second one, just because Generations is just one of my favorite games ever. And uh, just on a celebratory level, it is like leagues better than any other thing on this list. Um it's a it's a good celebration and at the at the time that I played it like I was a little bit out of being into Sonic uh but playing that game just kind of reminded me of like all the things I love about it so yeah. that's a it's a very comfy game I like that game a lot uh third would be the 25th anniversary purely because Sonic Mania is just so good had to put it up there because below it we have the 30th anniversary which I'm getting, I'm giving a little bit of uh, the benefit of the doubt and kind of including Sonic Origins 
and Sonic Frontiers, assuming that they're going to be like okay, decent, maybe even yeah. great games. Um, but it is kind of lower because Sonic Colors Ultimate was a little bit insulting. The fact that they thought they could just kind of do a hack of a port job and call it an anniversary that 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 sucked so yeah not not a huge fan uh it is a little bit funny though because i will say that colors ultimate made me appreciate the game more even though it was a worse version of the game like i guess i'm kind of weird like sometimes for me to get into something like all i need is like other people to also be participating in it and then i'll give it a shot and my opinion is kind of changed in that way i think when the original game came out um i wasn't like part of the fandom and i just like played it on my own like a little bit after it came out so it never really stuck with me but despite all that it's in fourth place uh then fifth place we have the 15th anniversary that was just like a disaster for the entire brand and it's something that i think even to this day we still kind of feel the uh lasting effects from it's got that uh, long covid so <laughs> yeah that's uh last place nick um so my my order is going to be a little bit different here so um first Fuck starting from the top uh, it kind of is unfortunately <laughs> so 20th anniversary is my my top um I do think okay. Mania is a better game overall, but if we're talking in terms of anniversary, there's there's little in, in this uh, series that's hyped me quite as much as Generations and Delivered. It's it's a phenomenal game. It's a phenomenal celebration, and it really felt like everybody all at once, regardless of what era you, you celebrate the most, could come together and celebrate this game and our love for the franchise. I, I don't think there's a, a better celebration out there than than Generations, and its lasting impact now just goes to show that. Second place for me is the 25th anniversary. I think Mania holds that much weight compared to everything else that happened. I think Forces is kind of whatever. It didn't offend me as much as it did for other people. While I do agree with, with the criticisms, it, it's not a very good game, but it, it's a competent enough game. I just don't fixate on it. I my focus was for me being the older fan mania seeing this return to form and potentially outclass what uh i grew up with and reminding the entire world yes sonic was good and is still good and this this brand this identity this persona this has all been well defined since the 90s and we don't need to be ashamed of that it's amazing and i i love it and Forces at least flirted with what made the early 2000s special without truly understanding it. And, you know, I I still holding out hope they are learning some lessons there and stop being so afraid. Mephilus is back on merch. He's never been on merch before. And he's, we have merch. 2021, you can walk into a Target, buy a little Mephilus skateboard. That is wild to me. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping this is like... And I know it's like a slow go, but I'm hoping the the good ideas from the 25th anniversary are still going to play out. I, I think I'm being a little bit too optimistic, but we'll, we will see. Regardless, Mania is that good of a game to me. So that's my number two. Third place is the 10th anniversary. 
not so much for Sonic Adventure. I, I don't hold it in as such high regard, regard as, uh, well, Pup, Chow Mix, or Cirrus, but I, I do still respect it, and I do still think it's a great game. Um, just more for me when I look at it anniversary-wise, it just, again, as an older Sega kid, it just, it was a really sad time for me as as a Sonic fan. Um, again, like, it, the, the brand turned out to, to survive, you know, past the Sega stuff, but it never seemed to take as much care for Sonic going forward. I know they made like a big big to-do of it with, with the X and Heroes and everything going forward, but it, it just never hit that high again after that point. And it, it's a strong point to go out on, but just everything that was happening around the 10th anniversary is just what puts it down below the other ones where these these other ones were later on later on in the in the franchise's history and it was allowed to you're allowed to be like okay look let's actually celebrate that we're still here and there's still things to celebrate the the 10th anniversary was really an an end of an era so that that's my reasoning there not so much the game itself just everything surrounding it um after that i suppose the 19th i i technically wouldn't count it no no wait no not even 19th i keep forgetting the 30th anniversary um I don't think it's done yet, and I think the way we've celebrated it was was a lot of fun. I think they're really kind of defining how they're going to celebrate Sonic the Hedgehog with these silly anniversaries. And the symphony was great, and um, the Minecraft stuff was was kind of shitty, but still an interesting tie-in. And all the other tie-ins were fine. Colors Ultimate is um, it is what it is, and I have a lot of thoughts. I'm still editing. <laughs> I will get back to editing once we're done here, but I also have to take in the caveat that we're in a pandemic right now and we have another big game coming forward. So it's more of a wait and see approach, but as of right now, I'm I'm very mixed on, on the overall 30th anniversary because, um, ultimate wasn't it, it, it just, it wasn't the way to do it. And, uh, after that, obviously would be 19th if i'm gonna count it at all it, it would go there it's just whatever i don't really feel like talking about sonic 4 and 15th we've talked about for probably half of this episode and that's for good reason and i i don't really think we need to expound upon that any further than than that it's it's at the bottom for a reason all right um can i go from bottom to top go i just for it. i feel like it blends oh up. no you're much okay, better so bottom it's fine you bitch. okay <laughs> <laughs> In <laughs> in sixth place as my worst one is the nineteenth anniversary. The reason being, <laughs> they they took a mobile game and not only gave it pride of place but also called it Sonic Four. <laughs> Fuck you! I've got no respect for that. In fifth place, we have the fifteenth anniversary. Now I know I'm something of an apologist, uh, a game apologist for Sonic O Six, but uh, put it this way. You had some really nice athletes there with your 15th anniversary, but they tripped over every single hurdle, and that's both hilarious and devastating. And um, yeah, Sonic really just kind of came out of that anniversary limping to the finish line, and that's just not a good way to be. Unfortunate circumstance, got a lot of respect for it, except for Sonic Genesis, that thing can fuck itself. But like, the rest of it, I respect. Just didn't work. Um, fourth place... The 30th anniversary. 
Um, okay, so let's pretend that Sonic Colors was an anniversary game and so was Sonic <laughs> Freeriders. The 30th anniversary took the 19th anniversary and got rid of everything that was crap and kept the one good thing and gave it a nice new coat of paint while also fucking it up entirely. If I may but interrupt hey, real quick too, though, we keep forgetting about it. They didn't bring back DS Colors. Oh, yeah. Cowards. <laughs> well, good thing I already own that then, eh? Yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, 30th anniversary, well, it, was, it, it happened. <laughs> it was a thing. Um, in third place, the 25th anniversary. I'm quite surprised by how high up this landed, but it really must be said, Sonic Mania is that good. And Forces is like, you know, I, I don't hate Toast, but it's Toast. Um, <laughs> whereas I'm pretty much used to... You know, for my birthday, I was kind of hoping for something a little more than just toast, but, you, you know... Is it even like, toast? I feel like it's just plain white bread. You're right. Yeah, it literally it's not even any fucking butter buttered. on it. Like, it's not even that good white bread either. It's a little bit stale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I still like bread, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, pretend I'm more hurt than I am. Right, this is going to be a weird one. This is probably going to catch some people off guard. In second place is the 10th anniversary. Now... Let me make one thing clear. Sonic Adventure 2 is my favorite Sonic game of all time. Maybe one of my favorite games of all time. The thing is just that fucking good. Like, oh my god. And Sonic Advance 1, not bad either. Pretty good. Um, they had the right idea. Um, and I really, really like that Sonic Adventure 2 really celebrates the future of Sonic while also having an air of finality to it just doesn't make any fucking sense does it it kind of it feels like a satisfying conclusion to the Sonic series at the same time it feels like it's entirely wrapped up in Sonic in the here and now as it were you know there's not really much looking back on oh god we fucking love chemical plant you know like it's a fully brand new experience to quote Takeshi Azuka when he was talking about Sonic Forces for the first time. <laughs> Interesting. In first place is the 20th anniversary. I shouldn't have been a surprise. You know where I'm at. But, like, my God, like, Sega had all eyes on them for the Sonic 20th anniversary. And holy cow, they delivered. They really, really put on a show for everyone that even non-Sonic fans were saying, hey, that's pretty good. Like, it's just... <laughs> It's a quintessential platformer everybody should own. Like, Sonic Adventure 2, my favorite Sonic game of all time, it's not a quintessential platformer that everybody should own. That's for me. That's my thing. Back off. Sonic <laughs> Generations, on the other hand, everybody should have it. If you don't have a copy, have one. Even if you don't have an Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, or PC, own a copy of Sonic Generations, because <laughs> it belongs in your house. Just stick it up on the mantelpiece or some shit. I don't care. That game is to be respected. And can I just say, and it's got one of the best special editions ever, and you fuckers in the UK are the only ones I got. I had to import that thing for like twice the price. You want to know a fun fact? <laughs> I didn't get the special edition. Lol. <laughs> it's really good, dude. It's so good. It's such no, a my good parents, special edition. My parents were like, look, dude, you've already got the special edition of Arkham City, so you're not getting the special That's edition fair. of Sonic. That's fair. I was like, but what if I pay for it myself? They're like, no, save up for something else. Mania had okay. a collector's edition, too. I had it's it. a really good one. You can tell it's when good. Sega's proud of their games, man. Mania collection, the Mania collector's edition was really good. Oh, my well. God. Like, it's so good. They're both really good. I, um, man, just... Again, like like I just said, you can tell when, when Sega is really proud of, of one of their games. Because man, they they went all out for 
for both of those in terms of the goofy, kitschy crap that you could buy with them. But in terms of overall quality, just like, because I'm looking at both of them right now, like the the statue that came with um, Generations, a little bit better quality. They both came with gold rings, and um, I just love yeah. them. I just fucking love them. So, there we go. We're on, we're, we're done with the main topic then. We um, are, we're which done. Yes. Brings us to my favorite part of the show. The part where we count all the money we've made. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> my God. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I love it because we get to interact with the fans. No, no, for real. I do like hearing what you guys have to say. We do, yeah. We appreciate um, you guys so much. What order are we doing this in? Because this first question here is very much for Chow Mix. Oh, Chow Mix. You want to read that? From Trey? Or, um... <laughs> no, not from Trey. It's up. Oh, oh, I see it. Uh, that Jordo donated $5 and he said, Chow Mix, do you like drizzling ketchup and mustard on your hot dog feet uh first of all i'm from chicago we do not put ketchup on our hot dogs uh, i i gotta disagree with that mustard though mustard is a pretty good condiment for hot dogs yeah maybe. can you send me a pizza in the post like a chicago pizza okay can you ship That's, one out to me just so you know it Chicagoans don't do not eat deep dish all the time. They just usually eat pizza. They usually. Eat... I just want to try a Chicago oh, pizza. Yeah, like for some reason, when people are like, "Oh, you're from Chicago, so you guys got uh, like deep dish pizza," it's like, "Yeah, we do, but like, we're not eating it by the spoonful here." It's just it's... I don't think yeah. we can get it. I don't know where to get it here. So if you could just send one over, if you in the want, post, fully cooked and hot and shit, something in a nice Giordano's or Lou Malnati's. Just yeah. get it out to me in a nice soggy brown envelope. I'll be happy. Chicago <laughs> is is great. is a great city to visit if you really just want to clog up your arteries. They got some great food for that. But like my my buddies in Chicago have flat out told me. My wife lived in Chicago for a while too. She's like, look, that's that's what you bring your out of town friends to. Like, yeah, otherwise we're just we're getting a regular ass pizza. Like, don't we do not have the the arteries to to put up with with deep dish all the time. <laughs> Can I get this next one because it's literally from my husband? Sure. Go for it. Okay, so Trey Nobles sends $9.99. You could have just made it 10 dude, for fuck's sake. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm not going to be able to stay till the end, but I love you all as per usual. Me especially, though. Saving up for a B-Theory hoodie. Take my money. Hashtag hot dog shoes. <laughs> Isn't he sweet? I love, I love Trey. He's a good boy. We love him to death. Okay, um, I'll take... Jamal's, our pal Jamal. There we go. Yeah, our pal Jamal. I want to ask Jamal directly. I mean, he, he's one of my patrons. I think I'm gonna message him like, like, do you like? Does he care if we mispronounce his name or not? I'm gonna. What he turns out, he's like, actually, it's it's Jamal. <laughs> Listen, I'm British. There's no other way I can really pronounce it without sounding like a dick. So like, <laughs> you don't do hard A's though. You guys do the alls. You don't do the a. Ah. Well, just. Suck my dick. Get on with it. <laughs> Make sure to put the mustard on it first. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's slathered in scalding hot Chicago pizza. I'm in a lot of pain right now. Just to get a uh, Chicago dog, dog. Are you kidding me? What's that place that makes the good Chicago? What's that the franchise one? the fucking super chat, Nick. I have to know. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Chow Mix, what is it again? I don't remember. Like the famous, Say that again? Like the famous franchise restaurant in Chicago. I think it's Portillo's. Yes, thank you. Port Portillo's is fucking delicious, man. They have uh, a chocolate shake that has a chocolate cake in it. Like, there is just a slice of chocolate cake at the bottom of the shake. And, like, when you drink it, you just get, like, little bits of cake with it. It's amazing. And it's literally impossible to describe without rhyming. 
Oh, for fuck's sake, Mike is back. Get the fuck out. All right. No, I forgot that we were we were bullying this poor person. I finally figured out where that came from, too, because Pup said some <laughs> random shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm so sorry. I don't I, know how it got to this point. I don't remember what you said specifically, Pup, but I, I listened back to our episode yesterday, and you, or yeah, whenever it was, last week, you said something about a mic, and that's kind of what kicked it off. You said, I'm not a mic. You said, you said something along those lines. I don't. Think and then, like, 10 so. minutes later, after we all forgot about whatever you said, the, ch the chat just ballistic <laughs> with it. Well, no, for real. Like, Mike, just. I want to let you know this is all in good fun. We love you, Mike. But still, fuck off, Mike. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you Jamal says, happy B Theory. Nick. Nick, I said my own name wrong. Nick Cross Nick. Sally Acorn and Pup. <laughs> Cross Rouge, Rouge forever. I can't read today. Why did what? What is wrong with you? I'm tired. I like the fact that I'm so I like tired. the fact that he's turned, he's turned um, Sunset City Fridays into a national holiday. I'm very, I, I'm very happy for it. <laughs> a weekly national holiday. Wayne, you're up. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so from Miles the Prower, we get US five dollars. I don't have a witty remark, so here's some money. Thanks, Miles. Well, it's still greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. <laughs> we love the money. Uh, right. Chamex, you want to you want to take uh, Otis's? Sure, Otis Small with two dollars. Hey, all your boy here. <laughs> hey, Otis. There's a big fight going on right now. <laughs> <In> the, <laughs> the Jack Adam Mike next is... cross Sully Akron. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike is just fucking taking names and kicking ass. Oh my god. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I really hope Mike is actually okay with this. I, I really hope that we're not actually upset. He, he can leave if he doesn't like it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> All right, pop your turn. Wait. It's my turn. Okay, so Chris Lennox uh, sends uh, five US dollars. For the love of God, why can't we get a new game focusing on an open world adventure on a a Anal Island? <laughs> Angel Island. <laughs> a reboot of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. The, the, the dyslexia is real today, guys. <laughs> We're all tired. I actually only had like four hours of sleep as well. So like... <laughs> this just makes it all funnier. <laughs> that's the uh that's the sequel to mobius unleashed <laughs> taking a trip to anal, anal island, island. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea i might see if i can market that that's where <laughs> nipples the enchilada lives all right nick you're up with dukes <laughs> <laughs> she gonna take that dick so Dirk sent us uh two bucks sirus wayne pup and me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Chow Mix. You don't. You don't even exist. Uh, speaking of <laughs> Chow Mix, you want to take? You want to take Deox's next one? Deox, yeah. Isn't Deox it Wayne's did... turn? It's okay, Go on, I'm Chow not Mix. here. <laughs> fuck Wayne. Who cares about Wayne? Deox with nine ninety nine. What is your biggest Sonic guilty pleasure? Can be comics, animations, fan animations, game, fanfics, art act. Oh, I know. Uh, Mobius, mine's Mobius Sonic Unleashed. the Hedgehog. <laughs> I don't want to repeat Mobius Unleashed. It's not a pleasure, I swear. I actually feel very good about it. <laughs> nah, uh, nah. Tangle the lemur. 
I'd say Sonic R, honestly. I think well, the R-rated Sonic game. Yes. I think it's just right. like I keep saying, it's the one game everybody agrees is bad, but we all like it anyway. Yeah. My, uh, I did a video on it, like, literally in the title. It's like Sonic R, my biggest guilty pleasure. That is I saw that. My guilty pleasure Sonic game. Yeah, I, I can't wait to cover it because it is it's fascinating. I had I had that script ready to go for that long before I started my channel. Uh, but then I noticed that people were saying what I was already going to say about it. And I was like, well, we got to revisit this. And looking at it just from that perspective of how everybody else has been covering it, it's fascinating to me that it is that it's that consistent, like endearing just appreciation of this game. So yeah, I adore everything about it. Yeah, I do, too. So uh, that's right. That's so nathan it's your turn so, uh, yeah actually wayne do you have a guilty pleasure for, for sonic we're gonna count mobius and leashes as, as pups no don't Just, i don't mean oh, that <laughs> take tangled the lemur there you go attaboy all right oh, you did shit. Say that. when you say guilty pleasure do you mean as in ha, guilty pleasure or guilty pleasure not not no not to that extreme <laughs> but i uh i did uh i did have to come to terms with the fact that i was just like huh I just really like this character a I lot. Think, <laughs> I think my biggest guilty pleasure is yelling chaos control at the point of climax. <laughs> why are you like this? Why, Pup, why are you? You know that American construct of freedom? This is kind of my interpretation of it, in a way. It's just less guns, more cringed <laughs> oh wayne do you want to take the next one wallace all right <sighs> mr sp us ten dollars <laughs> sonic 06 finds itself in plenty of worst games ever conversations but it wasn't even the worst sonic game of 2006 sonic Damn genesis right. is sega's greatest atrocity and most people forget it exists i think it deserves um, to be on that i think it deserves to be lambasted as much as it does considering what sonic should mean to the industry I think interpretations of like what the icon status is versus the quality of the game. I think that needs to be part of that conversation as opposed to just a shitty port of a good game. But for the sake of Sonic's future, can we please like if we're going to have conversations about 06, just do it in a nuanced fashion. <laughs> Give me a Sonic <laughs> team that has the balls to say, fuck you, we're going back to that game and we're remaking it and we're going to make it awesome. Or make a sequel that has all of the problems of the original just for shits and giggles just and call it Sonic Adventure it. 3. <laughs> double down. Um, I mean, if they actually did like a self-aware thing and like even had them like acknowledge the problems with the game. Oh wait, you just end up with Colors Ultimate because Tails literally does that when you uh, go out of the level geometry. Just oh. intentionally like don't code Sonic's like special meter properly so it never goes down. <laughs> infinite boost glorious uh whose turn is it i think yours it it's back to the pub oh okay excuse me uh black yakuzu 94 sends us a delicious five dollars i love sonic 06's story as a concept but the finished product just isn't as good it has cool moments, no doubt, but the story needs more than that to function. I said it last week. Zack Snyder's Sonic 06. Swap Steppenwolf <sighs> out with Mephilus. Swap Darkseid out with Iblis. 
and swap the Amazons out with the Echidna tribes. Bring Yuji Naka back just to finish it. Why the fuck not? Let's get nuts. Swap Batman out with Shadow as well. Never Nick. <laughs> Sony sends us Canadian $6.99. The best anniversary is the fifth anniversary of Lost World. Five years of Zedian ongoing. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Why, yeah. is this a part of... Why is this now a part of this channel's lore? Is that we just, like, love the Zeti at this point? Because, just like the Sonic franchise, we're just gonna shove those fuckers in anywhere we get the chance. So, that's just what this was. This was the point where Suris let us know he had only 40 minutes left. Yep. He was, I guess you could say, crushing on time. I guess you could say, crushing 40. Oh, God. But, like, um, yeah, Nick, go, you bitch. <laughs> I, I did, you bitch. He just okay, did. go on then, bitch. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, sorry, bitch. Chat mix. Get going, King. you bitch. You want to go up? <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with us? Ignore us. <laughs> Go ahead and read it out, man. <laughs> Do it. Next one is a Black Yakuzu 94 with two USD. Sega's problem is always learning the wrong lesson. Yep. Yeah, we were kind of touching on that. Uh, I will say though that like after 06, um, we wouldn't have gotten like the boost games if uh, they kind of just stuck to their guns. And I do really like the boost games. I think they're really fun. So I can agree with that. Like we wouldn't have gotten Sonic Unleashed, which is one of my all-time favorites. But part of me wonders: Do the needs of the many truly outweigh the needs of the pup? It is always that what-if scenario. I mean, if Sonic O Six was good, is that worth the sacrifice of Sonic Generations? Or they uh, decided to do a sequel to Sonic O Six in the same in the same style. And what just kind been? of yeah. broken things, and we probably would have gotten completely different games afterwards too. Oh, Wallace's mic is muted. What a slag! Yeah, no, sorry, um, my uh, okay. we we went so far into the afternoon that uh, my my Roomba is scheduled to go off at a certain time of the day, <laughs> and uh, he's he's knocking on the door, and he's trying to get in, and I'm like, no. Well, you've got a super chat from Aki Dave to read out, so come on, come on, slut, do it, oh. read it. Okay, Aki no. Dave, US $1.99. Love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you kindly. Thank you, Dave. I know you're not even like much of a Sonic fan at all, but I appreciate you being here, dude. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Aki Dave. Uh, is it my turn? I believe uh, so. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, I don't know who's... No, 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 it's Pup's turn. It's Pup's okay. turn. Uh, Rocky Ness uh, says, sends us uh, 10 US dollars. The first anniversary was my favorite because of Sonic 2. <laughs> Yeah, daring today, aren't we? <laughs> but in seriousness, Generations and Mania's anniversary was great. Love the podcast as usual. A big red heart emoji. Oh, Thank you, Ness. I'm actually going to take this this next one here because Chalmix, you need to take the one after that. Uh, right. Black Yakuza sent us another two bucks again, dude. Thanks for being here. Sonic is cringe, but he is free. Okay. Deep thoughts. He joins with the pup philosophy. <laughs> All Go right. on, Chow Mix. <laughs> with a pound seventy nine, testing to see if Chow Mix can say my name right. I think, I think I did. Let me know if I say did. Say it again. Not. You kind of cut out when you said it. Evil Dalek. Yeah, no, that's you correct. It. You got it. Unlike me. Trey. Yeah, I no, mean, no, yeah, not, sorry, not Trey. Nick. Me, Nick. Me. Definitely yeah, Nick me. Completely, <laughs> Nick completely fucking butchered the pronunciation of Dalek. 
Yep. Dowry. What a what a jackass asshole I was that one day what specifically. A fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking dickwad. Can't even wear God. a guitar properly. Piece of we shit. We should have just not had jackass. you on the show that day. Honestly, that probably would have been for the best. What an embarrassment. Honestly, it wasn't even fucking worth it. Although you were looking prettier than usual. It that day. really was my Sonic 06 of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but there was just something about your eyes that day that was so tantalizing. What, did you have a shower or something? Occasionally. Okay. Uh, Jamal. So... Jamal sent us another five Jamal. Jamal. Jamal, tell us <laughs> if we're saying your name wrong or not. God. Um, he sent us five bucks. Hey, guys, which favorite Sonic game would you want rebooted? That is a, that's a big question because I have a lot of answers. That can be like an entire podcast episode. Oh, yeah. And it probably should be. SA1. <laughs> SA2. Is not as good as SA1. Would you just <laughs> I don't think you can remake one without remaking the other. I, I think that's just. Nah, that's... nah. Do them both together. Yeah. Be bold about it. I agree. And a third one. Do a third one with it. I mean, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crash for it up. Prove that you can yeah. handle this game and make it better, and then make a third one. Literally spunk out a block of gold. You know us. what? I'm going to say this. I want Sonic Adventure 3 to be a remake of Sonic 06. <laughs> That's what I fucking want. Be I, that bold. the Zack Snyder-inspired story I picked. <laughs> I swear to God. I'd be down for also, that. Also, uh, Jack Adam 32 just said, Nick had a rough transition into pronunciation. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> oh, we got another one. Uh, who wants to read for Jerome? Uh, Jerome McCalla with two pounds. Chow Mix. You ever played a 2D Metroid game? <laughs> I have played through Metroid Zero Mission at least three times. Nice. And then I went through Metroid Dread recently. I tried playing a little bit of Super Metroid uh, before Dread came out, but I was not able to uh, get too into it and finish it, so I just ended up skipping a Dread. Um, but from what I from what I did play it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, Dread is amazing. I love that game. It's definitely yes. like my game of the year. Yeah. Well, Nathan I'm... Wallace, now that you've said the M word, <laughs> you want to say the fucking K word as well? The Kisses. Hey, so anyway, y'all guys, uh, did y'all see I, I posted on Twitter? I got the those Klonoa vinyls in. Uh, was it the vinyls? I just saw the the tapes. This oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got the uh, I've got the vinyls and the cassette tapes for both. Nice. The train headed for Sunset City, <laughs> crawling under it. Well, guys, I, we I mean <laughs> off off air, we we should probably talk a little Klonoa because I. Uh, I want to talk more Klonoa. I but... have a lot of feelings to vent out. There's nothing you haven't heard before, but I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I do want to explore that a bit. Uh, but yeah, guys, we should probably wrap it up. We've been we've been going for quite a long time. Chow Mix, thank you so much for for being with us and spending this much time with us. And it was a, a long, long way to get going and a very long conversation. And obviously, you're always oh, welcome here. We we got another one. Bebop Nuts sent us five one. pounds. If there was a game to celebrate the Sonic Comics anniversary. How would you guys do it? Metal virus. Metal virus. Eh. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the, hey, Jamal. Yeah, yeah Jamal, I said it right. Pop, for God's sakes. Nick, you got my I'm name right, bro. You. 
Listen, you green bitch. I'm telling you, <laughs> as a British man, this is a natural way of pronouncing the name Jamal. And, Listen, you and... British, <laughs> you British. <laughs> Why don't you go celebrate Thanksgiving, you Yankee fuck? I will <laughs> violently. Oh yeah, no, they did too. Oh no, America you did. Tradition. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, you goddamn turkey. I tell you what, when we fucking colonize you again, we're gonna call it the <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, bitch. Get ready. Alright, that'd be fun. Make I am gonna have to get going soon. <laughs> Alright, right, guys, if you wanna follow more of our nonsense, um, I'm at Game Apologist. I released a Sonic Colors Part 1 video last week. I gotta get back to work on Part 2, and I wanna get it done within the next couple days, so stick around if you wanna see more of my thoughts on that. I've been quiet about that game for a very specific reason because i have a very obnoxious amount to say about it on my channel if you want to go visit wayne his is wayne is boss and it is a phenomenal channel he is a very smart boy with very good thoughts on video games <laughs> he's also quite good looking as well it has to be said yes he's like a sexy i almost <laughs> it's just a tom the watts what is that even? Tom DeLong. Oh, yeah, I thought of Tom DeLong and Scott DeLong. Listen, <laughs> man, like, if, if I were oh. into dudes, I would totally be way too nervous to ask you out, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, who was the other person I got compared to, like, just last night? I, I don't know this person. It was... Ben Shapiro? No, no, that's that's the voice. That's the voice. Li Linus Sebastian. Yeah, Wait, is that the I that. What the fuck is, is that? Linus Tech Tips guy. I I can kind of see it. I love that guy. I don't know. Kind of that see is. it a little bit, just a little bit. At least you don't get James Woods. Oh dear, I can kind of hear it though. I don't. I don't. I don't. Whatever. Anyway. Wait, no way! I can totally hear James Woods, kinda. Yeah, you can but do like, a Hades you... impression. When you raise your voice, that is. It's like when you're just talking at a normal cadence, like, I, I don't get that much of it. It's uh, fine. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, you can find Channel Pup at Channel Pup, of course. You've been covering a lot of Spider-Man stuff recently. Am I mistaken? Yes. Um, there has been that because there's a lot of Spider-Man going on right now. But um, all the same, this has been... I, I just really want to say this. This has been a very momentous episode because today is the day Jamal Jamal is no longer our pal. He is now our soulmate. He's our Paul. Our soulmate. <laughs> he's our Paul. Uh, he's our soulmate, <laughs> Jamal. Okay? Fucking um, let's go shopping. <laughs> is Nick Hades? Yeah. I mean, yes. I, if there's anybody who's literally head on fire in this podcast, it would be me. Yeah, so just watch my channel and shit. You know, there's also, you know... yeah. But let's, let's, let, our, let's let our guest speak for himself, because he's got quite a phenomenal channel uh you want to talk a little bit about that chalmix sure yeah i uh i mainly cover sonic content i have like one non-sonic video but um maybe in the future i'll branch out a little bit but as it stands now i try doing like weekly ish uploads sometimes i'll miss a week but it's fine um i do like sonic discussion based videos and i try to kind of think out of the box with my videos they're very weird for example, my most recent video is which U.S. president had the best Sonic games? <laughs> People were like really digging the thumbnail for that. Uh, it's a great Your thumbnails, Your thumbnails are, are always yeah. spectacular. They're so good, dude. Yeah. I have one hanging so, yeah, on my wall. Check out my channel if uh, you're interested in seeing some really weird Sonic videos. 
he's he's underplaying I, it. I, like it's this guy covers like all the goofy shit. If you're a hardcore Sonic fan and you've had like a weird inkling thought about it, Chalmix is talking about it, and it's so satisfying. <laughs> he he uh did a a video with me last year about Mecha Sonic, like the one from mm. Sonic Adventure, and we spent like 19 minutes trying to figure out what the hell this thing is. And then I had to do a follow-up quick video just saying, oh, no, the, yeah. the comments figured it out. But, like, he talks about, like, Burger Man. Talks about the... Oh, God, that weird fish. Well, Didn't you mold Burger Man into, like, a playable character yeah. in SCA2 as well? I did. Fucking I class. literally learned how to mod Sonic Adventure 2 from scratch just to put him in. That's incredible. You're just... You're you're the content creator in, in the Sonic community everybody gets along with. Everybody loves you, and for good reason. You're an, you're an awesome dude, and we loved having you on, man. I'll Thanks, suck man. your dick yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> good to it's good to be here finally, though. Yeah, it's good I'm, to finally have if, you. If uh, if you guys are more longtime fans of this podcast, you'll usually see me in the comments. I'm I'm not always available. I'm usually never available to hop on until today, uh, but I am kind of able to listen. So I'm I'm in the comments a lot. So. Yeah, he's this he's is definitely around. one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to currently. You well, guys thanks, are man. pretty awesome. Thanks, man. Well, you are, of course, just uh, you're oh, part Lord. of the family here, bro. So you're always welcome yeah. back whenever you want. Hell yeah, thanks, dude. All right, guys. Well, with that all said, I think it's about time uh, the sunset on this particular conversation. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us, and we will see you all next week. Well, that was a fucking.